0: Hiders In my house? It's more likely than you think. I don't want to see an
1: ordinary film. I want to see something extraordinary. Your sacrifice completes my sanctuary of 1,000
2: testicles. You ever feel as if your mind had started to
1: erode?
2: What the-
1: Let's rock. Welcome back to 1,000 Wives of Weird, the podcast for weird movies. Haven't said that in forever. (laughs) As always, I'm your co-host Ian Kiefer and as always joined by... Brad Hefner. All right, tonight we today we are doing a film called Hiders in the House. Just a hider. It's is it's it just a, hider? It's oh, it is just, just, just one hider. hider. Yeah. Why do you think it was called Hiders? I don't know. It is the stupidest named movie in all. <laughs> well, it's perfect. I love movies that are just
0: like like Man on a Ledge or Phone Booth. Yeah. Just here's the entire. This is what gist of the movie. It
1: sounds like a kids movie. Like oh, there's a hider in the house.
0: No, that doesn't sound like something a child would enjoy. That doesn't sound like a good thing. Well, I think of
1: like on. hide and seek and stuff. Okay. <laughs> like, that's,
0: yeah, because you're an innocent.
1: Yes, I guess that's fair. He's not even really a hider, is he? <laughs> he's, no,
0: he's my, favorite, my,
1: in- federal, my favorite
0: Letterbox review was some guy just going like, he's not even hiding, he's just in the house. He's just in the house.
1: This is Man in the House. This is Cory in the House. So since probably none of our viewers have ever heard of this movie before. I had heard about this before.
0: Yes. Like I listened to this ten years ago or so probably. A podcast, the great podcast I haven't listened to in forever, just because I stopped listening to movie podcasts once I started my own movie Gary podcast. We hate movies. One of their earliest episodes was "Hydra in the House." Oh, okay, so I was familiar with this movie
1: going Interesting. in. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know where I heard of the movie. I guess we should explain what it was, and we'll talk about how we figure out. Well, what it was, again, so.
0: like it pretty much the title sums it up. The title does. Gary Busey. <laughs> there yes, he Gary, need. <laughs> Stars famous head injury sufferer Gary Busey. This is
1: before his head injury.
0: His head injury happened in eighty in December of eighty eight.
1: Oh, okay, and this came out December eighty nine. So this might have been the first movie after.
0: Yes. Ooh. I think he was... Fra- like, that's... that's Gary Busey is a ridiculous man. He is. Like, I agree. But we also need to remember he's a victim of severe and permanent brain damage. He is. Maybe not severe, but permanent brain damage.
1: But now he's, like, a Trump supporter, and he was accused of sexual harassment. Yeah, so. no, but I...
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I think person, we can judge him. Sure, sure. But as a person who grew up in, like...
0: Yeah, the '90s, and there like was an adolescent in the 2000s. The tr- the cliche, the meme was always like, "Oh, Gary Busey's so insane."
1: And it is sad that he uh, got a head injury and everything.
0: Yeah, because like his insanity is not like no yeah. necessarily his. I have no clue what he was like before.
1: Well, he was in this movie. I haven't seen it, but it's called The Buddy Holly. Story, yes, I, and he was nominated for an Academy Award. Which that's how he made his bones. That's a how fun he
0: fact he came up. But the movie is about Gary Busey. Yeah. He's a child of abuse. <laughs> he is a child of abuse. He sneaks into a house that's being built and builds himself a little hidey hole. Yep. And then a family moves in and he becomes obsessed with them.
1: So, this was made by Vestron Video. Ooh. Which is a company I didn't know of. Did you I've know? heard of the name. Very schlocky kind of horror movies yeah. and stuff. But the company was being shut down during production of this movie. So this was supposed to be released in theaters. Oh yeah! And it was released on home video. Yeah, <laughs> after I, the company shut down.
0: Because I misremembered, I thought this was a made-for-TV movie. Oh, okay, but like uh, a it movie seems I'll talk- like one. Well, there are titties. You do That's see titties. so I, like
1: I wasn't sure. I knew it was not in theaters though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is rated R, which I saw. Um, it's directed by a guy called Matthew Patrick. No Wikipedia page. He has about two movies on IMD, IDMB, IMDb. IMDb. Why can I not say that today? Well, I don't know. IMDb. Uh, a lot of shorts. Um, something called Tainted Blood, which I feel like I've heard of before. As are like you a, sure you're not
0: thinking of the, the soft, soft cell, cell song, song Tainted
1: Love? I might be. Tainted Blood. That sounds like.
0: <laughs> oh no, that sounds like a terrible parody that some bigot would do in the '80s about AIDS.
1: Oh God. That's awful, or how I found the link to this was a Vimeo link. But this was released on Vimeo by the director, who, if you would like to talk to him, he comments on all the comments I found out. Um, Every day
0: this magic box talks to me about hiding in the house, and I couldn't be more grateful.
1: (laughs) It was written by Lem Dobbs, Mm. another unknown name to me, but he did write a movie that I've been wanting to see called Dark City. He wrote Dark
0: City. <laughs> which I've heard is really good. Dark City's great. Yeah, we could, we could do it for the show. I've heard it's really um, good, but it, yeah, he I haven't out. seen it in ages, but it's it's a great movie.
1: Now, to bring that down some more, he also wrote that John Travolta movie, Gauti, that came out a couple... Gauti. Gauti, sorry. Yeah, John what, what was
0: that pronunciation? <laughs> Gauti.
1: <laughs> I thought he was, like,
0: in some African movie, like...
1: I don't know why I said that. That sounds like that um, somebody that I used to know. Gautier, Gautier, yeah. But yeah, he made gaudy. John Travolta in the Gautier story. <laughs> but yeah, he made gaudy, which I've not seen, but I've heard
0: is awful. I've heard it's terrible. I kind of want to see it just to see how bad, but it's not at the top of my list. No, no. John Travolta just, not that he was ever making amazing movies for yeah. the most part, but yeah, no, I saw the the.
1: The, the fanatic. Natic, yeah. I was gonna say that would be fun to do on here, just because how bad it is. Oh man! But this is not a bad movie podcast. That is true. This it's is a, weird a weird movie, movie podcast. podcast. We're towing the line with this movie. Yes. Um, all right, and then the other interesting thing I have about background information is Gary Busey met with a psychologist before filming. Yeah. And he was quoted saying, "Hey Doc, I'm gonna
0: ha- I'm gonna <laughs> live in a house again."
1: I was gonna say, how many impressions are we gonna do throughout <laughs> this? He said. This was an NAR project. No
0: acting required. Oh my! I am the character. Oh no! Well, so that's...
1: when you're watching this, there's no acting required.
0: I white males identifying with the villain. Great. I am the hider now. I'm the hider. I'm the hider. You're the shaker.
1: And then we kind of talk about movies that are similar. Do you want to bring up yours first? Well, do you want to do recommendations first, or do yeah, you to... we can do that. I uh, well, I heard of this movie. I mean, do that really quick, because you said you heard from the podcast. I found some website, and at college, I watched it with a couple of friends, yeah. just parts of it and everything. I watched like YouTube clips and stuff, and we were like, this is fun. It's just Gary Busey being nuts. Yeah. So when I was coming up for an idea, I was like, oh, this weird movie I remember watching because Gary Busey's in it. He's weird and uh, yeah. and everything. Um, but yeah, I it, it's weird, but I would say I recommend it with a caveat. I recommend it on my first watch. <laughs> I watched this movie three times for the podcast. Don't watch this movie three times in a row. But I think it's fun. I think Gary Busey does a fun performance. stuff, So I'd recommend it. I would not.
0: I I did not enjoy this movie. And that could be because I first heard about it on a bad movie podcast. So I was going in and being like, this movie sucks. And I did think this movie sucks. I Mm -hmm. think Gary Busey is doing something. He is He's doing something. something. Uh, I didn't find it particularly effective. I didn't think the script was good. Or the direction, or like any of the characters. Like, there was no, there were no characters. True. um, Aside from Gary Busey. You have
1: your stereotypicals. Yeah.
0: And so, like, there's not a lot here. Instead, Mm -hmm. the movie you should watch (laughs) is a movie from, a made for TV movie from the 70s called Bad Ronald. And what happens in Bad Ronald is Bad Ronald actually kills a girl. And so his mom's like, You're not going to jail, Bad Ronald. And, like, (laughs) <laughs> walls like makes it like a secret area for him in the walls okay. of the house, and then his mother dies, oh. and a new family moves in, and Bad Ronald just in them walls creating this weird fantasy world. Oh my god, it's great!
1: Is he still like an evil person? Too? Like he accidentally killed someone, so he's not like a psychopath, right?
0: No, but he's not well. Okay, he's not well
1: mentally. unwell. Uh, yeah,
0: but it's wild. I haven't seen it in ages. Granted, but it's it's for a made for TV movie. It's great. Bad Ronald, yeah. check it out.
1: To check that out. The, this movie also prides itself, when I was looking into it, a lot on its psychology, like it does well. It doesn't. It doesn't show psychologists well or like no psychopath or psychopathy and everything. Like Well, we'll
0: let's talk about that more. We'll than me. It.
1: Um yeah, then the other movies that I thought were similar. This movie came out like a year or two after Fatal Attraction. Yeah. We'll talk about it. There's a lot of similarities between that and everything, with the <clears throat> Michael Douglas character and the the father and this and everything. There's a movie that I own but I haven't seen yet called Pacific Heights. If okay, you know what that
0: is. I know in the Heights, I saw that yes. in the movie theaters.
1: It's a 90s movie about two uh, like married couple that moves in and they want another person to live with them like on the bottom floor. Yeah. So they hire or they hire. They have Michael Keaton come in and he plays a psychopath in it who um like and then that whole thing happens. So it yeah. kind of seems similar to that. And then the other movie that I think we might do someday, which yeah. we were talking about, is called Shallow Grave, which is a really good, weird film by Danny Boyle. Yes. Which is weird just because it's Danny Boyle's first film, and you wouldn't think it would be like his kind of stuff, you know? I, I thought Shallow Grave was pretty in line with his
0: early stuff like Train Spotting and stuff like okay. that. Okay. I
1: thought it was yeah, a little bit different, but, but then in that, that movie... Not spo- not really a spoiler, but Christopher Eccleston's character goes up in the attic, and there's yep. a lot of that kind of stuff, too. So it's kind of an amalgamation of a lot of things. I like to
0: imagine that Christopher Eccleston is always up in an attic, he's pushed open one of those circle windows, and he's just screaming about the monarchy. <laughs> right? That's a really not
1: talked about movie, though. That's really good.
0: Shallow Grave is great. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. That's another one that was a while back. Mm-hmm. I believe I have a copy somewhere, but... All right, all right so You ready to get into it? Yes, let's get into it.
1: righty. so we open with this grainy footage of a town. Yes. It looks like shit, and all you hear are voiceovers of Gary Busey, uh, I think it's Gary Busey, his dad and his mom. His dad sounds exactly like Gary Busey. It is Busey. not Gary Busey doing the voice of the father. Is it not? I thought it was too. Sounds, sounds exactly, exactly like, like him. him. Sounds
0: exactly like him, but I was looking at the cast list, and it is not. It is someone doing their best
1: Gary Busey impression, which I'm sure gets them a lot of checks. Oh, yeah. And the son son is voiced by Jake Busey, his son. Now, let's see. Who do you think the mother is voiced by? Oh, I I didn't notice. Carol motherfucking King, the singer-songwriter. I looked it up. No. I thought IMDB was wrong. I looked it up on everything. Everything says she voiced the mom in this. How the fuck I don't know. Carol King. Carol King like the Carol King, like one of my favorite musicians, not Carol Kane. No, Carol King, the musician, the musician. Um, who sings like oh, a million things. If you look up Carol King, hide her in the house. That's what I'm doing. Right, it is. It's and I looked up Carol make sure King. it's not just the same name. It says singer songwriter. It looks like her composer for A League of Our Own. She just must have been a friend of Matthew Patrick. She maybe she was like started um, up for money.
0: Busey's <laughs> AA sponsor, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it <laughs> today. You need to you need to make sure a hide in the house happens." Carol,
1: <laughs> the mom has like one line too yeah like i don't i don't even know
0: it's like here's a big bowl of chicken soup with rice yeah it's a reference to a carol my favorite carol king song i actually found this opening because it's daddy hider yeah shouting at soon to be hider Mm -hmm. it's like yeah, I, it's actually kind of unsettling. Yelling like at Carol was, King, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, where's the boy? Where And Carol King's like, come out of your room. We're not angry. We're not angry. Why would you do that? Why would you do that?
1: Yeah, there's a really effective thing where, I guess, Jake Busey, as young Gary Busey says, he's yeah. like, uh, the mom's trying to help him come out, and he's like, you lied to me. And the dad's like, I don't give a fuck if I lie or something like yeah. that. It, it's pretty effective, but... With a caveat, we just watched The Cell as our last episode, and that had a much more realistic, much more emotional portrayal of... Yeah,
0: because we actually saw it, and it wasn't
1: played over like
0: black and white footage of 50s (laughs) suburbia. Like
1: Google Maps when you zoom in and everything. Looks like someone's about to drop a JDAM. Yeah, it looks really bad. I wrote on my notes here that I kind of hoped Gary Busey would voice everyone in the movie. (laughs) 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 He plays the wife and the dad and everything. Oh, Michael McCain, give
0: me that dick. Give me that spinal <laughs> tap dick.
1: Dad is mad at him because he left his crayons all over the floor. My favorite moment of this scene is they're just talking, and the mom, I guess Carol King, just has a southern accent out of nowhere. She's talking normal. She's like, you get out of that. It's called an acting choice, yeah. I guess
0: It's called so. Carol King,
1: Master Thespian. <laughs> she was going for an Oscar for this one. Yeah. Um, she was trying to get her Egot. Her Egot. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so we said, young Tom is voiced by Jake Busey. Then we flashed to some pretty unsettling pictures of an abused child. Yeah. Some drawings of a child having a cigarette put out on him and everything. Mm -hmm. Pretty effective for not really showing a lot and everything. No, it's actually, I thought this was one of the few parts of the movie that worked. Yeah, yeah, like you said about the directing, I actually think some of the directing is really good. I think the lighting is really good in this. Yeah, I meant more in the directing of actors. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Like, not so much... Well, Gary Cinematography Busey... and such. Gary Busey had no direction. He just was put the camera on and he yeah. did whatever he wanted. Every time like Matthew Patrick tried to talk to him, he would put his fingers in his ears and go, La, 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 no, la, la, la. This is a non-acting
1: project. I am the character. <laughs> um, so then we hear young Tom in a voiceover saying that he will get him. And then we see an admittance form that shows that he set the house on fire yep. when he was 15 years old, killing everyone inside. See, this is what rock music does to children.
0: He heard... Talking Heads burning down the house and was like I need to do this. And Carol
1: King was trying to play tapestry yeah. but what's what it worked. <laughs> then we jump to another time jump. By the um, way, Tom
0: is Gary Busey's character. I don't yes. know if we established.
1: Yes. We that. will probably say Gary Busey. Mostly I mostly the movie. said
0: Gary Busey until the end when I actually remembered his name was Tom.
1: Yeah. Um Tom Sykes as uh, the full Tom name Sykes, and everything. Yep. It's a good name. I like I like that character. Yeah. Name. Yeah, I do, too. And then we time jump to 18 years later, and he is now approved for an early release program. Okay, <laughs> here's the first problem with the movie. Yeah. You kill your entire family, you burn down the house, you don't get let back out into the world 18 years later, like... I don't know about that, like, he... Well, okay, there's a couple but, things going on here. Yeah, I mean more when we see what he does later. He's not ready
0: to be put out in there. No, no, he is not, but people improve, especially sure. children of abuse who act out of their abuse. And like we talked in the last episode, we did. just because you're abused does not mean you commit crimes of or hurt your parents. Although it is understandable if you do.
1: Those parents.
0: Part of what fails in this movie is that, like, this could be a mo- movie about, like, The failures of mental health institutions Mm -hmm. or, like, an actual examination of the isolation and loneliness and social unpreparedness of someone raised in an
1: institution. And you get some of that with Gary Busey acting like a child, but it needed to be developed a lot. I really blame the script writer. Yeah, yeah. There's a good movie in here. It is, Yeah. I but. think that's why I wanted to talk about it, is because maybe it's not as weird as some of the stuff we talk about, but it is almost sad to think there could be something really good in here. I mean, uh, we talk about Gary Busey as, like, the significant part yeah. of this movie and everything. We haven't talked about it, but Mimi Rogers plays the other main role. Yes. I think she does pretty well. I thought she was terrible. Did you? Yes. Oh,
0: okay. I, mean, I thought she was dead. Off. I make fun of her later. Okay, cool. Um,
1: but yeah, like I was like, if you get like, i not want to be a, be an asshole, but like a real actor in here instead of Gary yeah. Busey, like I almost ima- like we talk. What uh, if Michael McKean, who played maybe Rogers' husband, uh, what it? What if he was the hider? And he is. I mean, most people nowadays would know him from <laughs> Better Call Saul. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. I'm not in your house! I'm not in your house! <laughs> that would be good. Bob Odenkirk? Oh, Bob Odenkirk would be excellent. But, like, I almost have something even more campy. Like, get, like, Adam West in there. <laughs> That would be, Can and you imagine? No, no, and, like, it's
0: not like he's terrorizing
1: them. It's just, he's just trying to live there. I just,
0: I just need a place to live. I You're just, right. I just need somewhere to live until I get back on my feet.
1: If you get someone like Adam West.
0: But he does, like, try to, like, ingratiate himself with the family, but it's not a sexual thing. It's just, like, he just wants to be, like, the
1: fun uncle. Right? But yeah, like there's some, like the. I I think the biggest tragedy in this movie is used by Michael McKean because he is. I mean, I haven't seen Better Call Saul yet. I'm excited about it. He's
0: fantastic in it.
1: I've heard he's great in it. He's one of my. He's becoming one of my new favorite, like, 80s actors because, like, Clue, he's amazing in that. Clue. He's
0: good. He never really got his due. Like, he was always pretty C list. But, uh, and I think that. Changed a bit with Better Cole Saul. Of course. When, like, he really got to stretch his legs. But, like I mentioned before, he was in Spinal Tap. He was fucking great in Spinal Tap. Uh, He's good in Christopher Guest movies. That's that's the other
1: thing I was going to say. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he's a really good actor, but, like, he isn't given. Anything to do in this? Like, yeah, I don't even think they could get him half the time because half the time it's just his voice. Yeah, and everything. Anyway, we're gonna have it ourselves. So yeah, we here. So we time jumped a much older Tom. He's eighteen years later. He's, so he's... eighteen and he likes it. <laughs> yeah, if he's eighteen, he looks like that. He he's... looks like a male Eileen Wernos. <laughs> he's what thirty three then? I'm not sure. He's Fifteen, then eighteen. That'd be thirty three, right? So Tom goes to a hotel to pick up his mail, where this guy accidentally hits him with his cigarette and everything. Yeah kind of a dick move of the guy and yeah. Gary Busey goes pretty aggressive and he's like and then he's like, Well can you cash my check? And the guy's like, No, I'm not a fucking bank. <laughs> <It's like>, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Also
0: this this hotel is like the hotel and basket case. It's like a flop house.
1: Oh yeah, like, like there's a prostitute l- in the back. Real, yeah. Real C D but, yeah, he's like, he's like, no, I'm not cashing your fucking check. And then the guy's like, hands him something. His cigarette does not even come. It, like, comes, like, this near him. And he freaks the fuck out. I mean, that's trauma. Like, uh, yeah. That's actually, like... That was not a bad, I guess, thing. But I, uh, I just thought maybe the camera looked bad. Because it yeah. looks like you could have at least, like, hit him. But Tom freaks out, like, chokes him up against the wall. And then this is my first thing is, how the fuck was this guy allowed to leave a mental hospital? Yeah. Because you're right. People can change. But if you're doing this the first time... Well, we'll get to a scene that sort of addresses that later. Oh, the psychiatry scene? Yeah. Sure. But yeah, and then Satom so returns to a mental hospital to have a meeting with his therapist, Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> I'm joking, man. Okay. You know, the guy? Yeah. He looks exactly like young Steven Sondheim. I don't know what Steven Sondheim looks like. I'll so. have to show you during the break because okay. he looks exactly like a young. It doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> but I was like,
0: Steven Sondheim's in this movie. There is someone else in the studio today. I watched this movie and think- I got worried about hiders in the studio. Oh. So I, I brought an exterminator, uh, Jerry. He He's an expert. Ooh. Yeah, hi, hi, I'm Jerry. hi. hi. Oh, uh, I specialize in hiders in the house. Uh, uh celebrities mostly. It's usually a celebrity mm-hmm. of some sort. Uh, okay. Yeah, I got a lot of Christian Slater's and uh, Alex. A lot of yeah. Christian Slater's. Uh, yeah. a clear out of John Cusack every now and then. Oh, well, he uh, hasn't
1: anything to do.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he's been hiding in the house. Houses,
1: I'll tell you that. Uh, he was in that Samuel Jackson movie, and then he just got done. Which one? A cell. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. we watched it last. Time. Also, fourteen oh
0: eight. That's another movie with him that. and Samuel L. Jackson. I it was good though. It's all right. You
1: do you watch it? I do watch it. I watch it every night. Do you watch all the movies that you you get into the, the hiders? To, I
0: need to know. I need to know uh, what I'm stalking. What I'm what I'm mm-hmm. hunting. So normally my process is I'll I'll just knock on walls. Okay. Try to find a trick door, a mm. booby hatch. So
1: who's your favorite hider that you found?
0: Oh, probably Waldo. That's a little hotter, a hotter expertise joke. I never found Waldo. He's a fictional character. Oh. Well, he was just bones at the time, but I found Orson Welles's bones. Jesus Christ. I uh, asked someone to build a house on it, and now they were having ghost problems. And I was like, well, I'm not an exorcist. But was that
1: after his Transformers role? Yes, because he was
0: <laughs> dead. Transformers was not an EVP. I've never listened to the commentary, but I don't believe they did an EVP. Well, I got that performance from I him. think
1: he died right after it. Yeah, but he was alive when he did it. Oh, fair. So he left, went into a hider in the house, and then yeah, died? And, well, I don't know.
0: All I know is that his bones were under this house.
1: Okay. So and, you go under the house.
0: Well, this time I had to. This time I had mm. to have a crane lift up the house, and I got out a shovel to find his bones. But they was having problems. There was a ghost shouting about peas in the night. and. <sighs> <laughs> Saying he'd blow people, you know. Well, I'm just going to do my work. I'm going to pop in every so often talking talk about hiders in the house. So do we have a hider in the house? That's in what studio? I'm going to find. I'm going to find out. I'm going to make sure everything's ship shape. Okay. What if Gary Busey's in our studio? Um, uh, That'd be great. We yeah. can talk to him
1: about a movie. I'm sure he doesn't remember. Oh, He doesn't remember any of the movies he made. Probably not. So at this therapist thing, I think we get our first great Busey delivery. Gary Busey plays this movie so weirdly, this this role and everything, yeah. and some of his lines. I think why I love the campness and the weirdness of this is everything is because some of these line deliveries. Yeah. which the one where he's saying he's like, I feel I feel safe now, and the the therapist Steven Sondheim says you don't feel safe, you're not comfortable, and he just gets up and just go. Okay, safe, not comfortable. And everything. think it's like, why the fuck would you deliver it that way? <laughs> <laughs> but Tom says he hasn't had any violent spells in a long time, and now he wants to live in a house.
0: Yes, that's that's his dream, is to live in a house. Why is not, like, I can only assume meeting the movie more than halfway, like, he's lived in an asylum for 18 yeah. years, an institution for 18 years, Who's so he's like, I want a house.
1: Want What's a And then the therapist says, you,
0: do you want to live in a board house? I didn't know what that meant. Boarding house? Yeah. Like, you know in old movies when someone would go to an old woman's house and be like, hey, you
1: got a room? Oh, okay. That's a boarding house. Sure, okay. Because yeah, he says a boarding house and then Tom just seems eager about that and everything. Even though he doesn't move into a boarding house, he no. moves into a mansion. So the therapist tells him that next week is their last mandatory session together. Yes. And Tom just lays his fucking head on the table. He just... Oh, no. What am I going to do without you, dog? <laughs> he just lays his head on the table, which, warning sign number one, right there, don't let this man out. <laughs> right. Well, we're not
0: going to revisit this therapist for a long time. No, we're not. But the therapist does recognize these red flags. He does. he's, like, talking to a higher up and is like, hey, this dude shouldn't be on
1: the street. Although apparently he has been on the street. So then Tom stumbles upon this house being built. And he decides to build a makeshift room in the And this happens within
0: like 10 seconds. I was going to say, yeah. This is a 10 second process where he's like oh yeah it's a good house to hide in it's got good bones
1: it's a yeah he sees it's a good house and i don't it doesn't show a montage i don't know if he builds it that night or if builds we're supposed it to pretty quick it yeah seems like i don't know where he gets the wood from and everything oh, well they are
0: building the house although it I looks guess, mostly finished
1: it looks mostly um, finished and once you kind of know if some of your stuff's going and after he builds it he laughs like the fucking joker <laughs> 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 um so then he also builds this weird house diorama did he build this or was it – I thought it was from oh, the house builders. That would make sense, I guess.
0: Does it? Because is that a thing that house builders do where they I just have so. this
1: large model of the house they're building? I don't know if they would bring it to the house, but I assume they bring – They like anything you build, I think you make a model of. Maybe nowadays you would do it on your computer, but like back then – Maybe, but I feel I like – I maybe the architect either. is it's the hider in the house.
0: Maybe. Is it oh, Frank Lloyd Arch- Wright? <laughs> the architect from The Matrix. He's just up in the attic with a million TVs.
1: So then Mimi Rogers enters. Uh, Mimi Rogers is Julia Dreyer. Do you know anything else this woman was in? Mimi Rogers? I, she has a very long career. I, I didn't know really I know, know the anything. name.
0: I didn't even bother to look.
1: Um, the only thing I recognize is she's in Austin Powers, the first one. She plays... Austin original partner, who plays like Vanessa's mom, okay, who's on that computer, uh, even though she's not that old, I don't think. But yeah, she's in a whole bunch of shit. I didn't really recognize her in anything.
0: Ooh, she was in a movie called Full Body Massage that was oh. made for TV.
1: One of Gary um, Busey directed that. Directed by
0: Nicholas Reg. Do you know him? I don't know that name. Yeah, he's the dude who did Walkabout and the man who fell to earth. Oh. I'm not sure that that's how you pronounce uh, his last name, Nicholas Rugg. Mm. I'm not sure. But like he's great. Norwegian? Uh, I have no clue. I just like some of his movies. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know anything she's been in. But she has an illustrious career. Uh, she has
1: A many career. credits. That's, yeah, I would say that. Anyway, so yeah, Mimi Rogers enters as Julia Dreyer. So I thought she did pretty well. You said you did not like her I performance. thought she was trash. Okay. I thought she was flat trash. Okay. I thought when she's when she's like the mom oh she's the stereotypical mom character yeah, like she's not given much to do no. granted like. But I thought after, I mean, after we get into more with, like, the Michael McKean stuff and everything, I thought she does pretty well as being, like, showing as a single mom who's just trying to, you know, like, survive and everything. and I like
0: yes, Like, I feel like she was doing really well. Like, she wasn't trying to make ends meet or, like... That's true. Well, make, I was going to talk about
1: that later, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. But, yeah, I was going to say, maybe the other reason why I just thought she did better is because the other actor in this is Gary Busey. Yeah. So no. anyone
0: would look pretty good. Well we'll get to my favorite actor very soon but okay um, i think i think i know of that. course you there's not many other characters in the movie <laughs> I, I also made a note and as I said before this movie got to the hiding in the house very quickly oh <laughs> it yeah like, it was like we know what people are here for we're They're not here fucking for the hiding we're not fucking around with any of this stuff they don't want psychological nuance they want God, hiders no. in
1: the house see the other thing I guess we forgot to say up front is this movie is an hour and 45 minutes yeah it's pretty long for like what it is and it everything it could be much tighter it could be much tighter and it could be a lot more developed in the beginning with the psychology of yeah if
0: you're gonna spend
1: time but again i almost think this was like a cash grab because this was like the thing at the time fatal attraction you make these weird you know psychopaths in love with normal people and everything like i feel like that was just a genre at the time yeah um so then mimi rogers enters um everyone wants to talk into the fucking intercom for some reason well, we should also point out that Gary Busey has somehow rigged Bugged the, intercom, the yes. intercom
0: so that he can hear everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, I guess he was an electrician in the
0: freaking. <laughs> <laughs> a scarier movie, uh, like some CIA operative, like, uh, just gets turned loose. Is like, oh, I guess. It Ooh, and like that'd that's be a, good. Like, and it's like. It's actually like a PSYOP assassination thing where, like, his target is, like... I need to get this information. I'm just going to live in this dude's house. I'm going to bad Ronald
1: this shit. That actually is pretty cool. Or get like Kevin McAllister now when he's older to do this movie and everything. (laughs) Like just creating all these traps. Except
0: now Kevin McAllister has grown so jaded that his traps just immediately murder people. No, actually they don't you Are saying Macaulay Culkin's grown jaded or Kevin McAllister? Kevin McAllister. Okay. Because I imagine that happened to Kevin (laughs) McAllister like every year for like 20 years. Like... Just by coincidence. Just by coincidence. Like, it just kept
1: happening to him. He's now just like... You gotta kill them or they come back at Christmas. <laughs> I also, I love Macaulay Culkin. I think he's a great person after yeah. everything I've heard and everything. But but if you showed a movie and he Kevin McCulloch look like how he does now and everything, yeah. that would already <laughs> make a lot of sense. Um, all right, so then the rest of the family enters while Busey creepily watches them through a kind of like air vent he built. He doesn't build like a peephole, which makes sense. That's what most It's psychology. like a grate. It's, it's like a, a grate. Yeah. yeah. And it's like very obvious. That, oh, that I guess we should talk about this when they move into the house. It's very obvious that they don't that this wall is here and everything. Yeah,
0: no, you have to be wondering like, what is this weird space? Well, that's there's being a window there.
1: Out? Yeah, and you're like, well, where the fuck is that part of my house
0: and everything? Oh shit, you know what? I never thought about that, but yeah, they're that's like the first thing I thought of. It's like, where the fuck is that part of my house? Here's another better movie. Is like, they're they it never clicks that there's like a secret compartment or that there's someone in the house they're just being driven insane because it's like the house of
1: leaves oh there like, you go <laughs> the geography of the house doesn't make <laughs> sense it's got mc escher staircases inside <laughs> no no
0: hydras keep coming in and building like walls and <laughs> compartments so their house keeps shifting and changing
1: it's all it's like a uh, what's that movie where they're all high highlander where it's highlander but all the hiders are trying to yeah. fight over a house <laughs> It says <laughs> my house. There can only be one hider. <laughs> um but yeah, no, there's a little window there that we see him look out a lot. If you were looking at that, you would be like, where the fuck's that part of my house? Yeah,
0: no, that's a really good
1: question. And there's an air vent there and you won't look into that air I guess maybe you yeah. wouldn't, but the dog does later. But um then the rest of the family enters. We see, as you said, Michael McKean as Phil Dreyer, not given anything to do. We mentioned most of his credits. He was also in Laverne and Shirley. he, was, kind of he was He was in Laverne
0: and Shirley. Uh, it's crazy. I can never remember whether it was Lenny or Squiggy. He was Lenny. He was Lenny. Squiggy just died. MS Squiggy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's crazy that the dude who was Lenny went on to just do this critically acclaimed role in a dramatic television show like 50 years later. I know, right? Yeah. It's such a weird career path. I'm so happy for him. He's a very talented man. He's very talented. Here he's just playing generic yuppie in... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> um, a direct uh, video movie.
1: But yeah, so then that, and then we see Neil and Holly. I believe Holly's her the, name. Yeah, the Holly is the name. Yep. Uh, Neil is a son. Uh, Neil's a son. <laughs> Neil, the son, is not happy that they had to move. We also see their dog Rudolph which is a weird name for a dog it is a weird name runs upstairs who discovers gary Busey? well this dog runs in and then you see at this little air vent that we were talking about and everything he has a way to put a little cover over it yeah so the dog's sticking there so he decides to grab this long sharp object and try to stab the dog through the air vent instead of just putting the fucking lid on the air vent and then just the dog would leave yeah like uh but yeah he starts to stick i don't know what it is
0: I don't I don't remember. Like I a just remember he was thing. like, jabbing at the dog. <laughs> yeah,
1: he jabs at the dog, the dog runs away. Or dog and then the dog he like comes close and everything to the dog and he sprays some kind of poison. Yeah, I guess at- he just had
0: a, a fucking oh, what are they called? Um one of those old timey like fumigation things yeah. It's like it has the handle and the pump and you
1: well, it's for Gary Busey to smoke when he's yeah. up there to go huff, uh, spray <laughs> yeah, paint around comes gonna... <laughs> Naked Lunch where he's just doing insecticide. So, yeah, then Gary Busey sprays poison and the dog runs away. Tom then, I guess Tom, Gary Busey, same character, drags this fucking rabbit foot all over his face like a creep. And then he builds a ladder to the attic while he watches the family. They're like, it's just stereotypical family stuff. They got yeah. a fish. They do have a fish. Um, And he Uh, just kind of watches Oscar. Yeah. Oscar the fish. I think that's where the creepy parts or the weird parts of the movie come for me is just that idea of someone watching you. Well, here's, and I bring
0: this up later. Yeah. In my notes. Here's the thing. The idea that there is someone living in your house without your knowledge is one of the scariest things possible. It's incredibly creepy. It's incredibly unsettling. It is hard to translate that feeling into a movie because the horror comes from not knowing and then knowing. True. For a narrative to work, you sort of need to know. Mm-hmm. So now it's just Gary Busey, like, looking longingly through windows at night. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, this is creepy, but also, like, I'm not feeling
1: it. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point and everything. There's a part of the movie that I want to talk about later and everything where the movie just tries to make you vote for Gary Busey, which is yeah, fucking no, it insane. tries to make him sympathetic. Yeah. And again, if you had
0: built up this movie where it's like, the system has failed this guy. Yeah. He's been isolated his entire life. He has no clue how to act. But also... That character, and then making the jump to, like, I'm going to hide in a house. Yeah. I'm just going to make a whole compartment. Like, there's a lot of static. The wires are not two,
1: connecting. No, there's a lot of, like, it just, it it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Um, Yeah, like, this is where I wrote the note. I'm pretty sure Busey just had no direction in this. They just put the fucking camera on and said, when he grabs that rabbit's foot, I'm like, that's probably just Gary Busey on his lunch break. Yeah. He was just sitting up there. And then I wrote some of the shots I just thought looked pretty good. Uh, I thought the lighting was really good in this movie. There's a lot parts later, but I thought they do pretty good things with, like, doing half of his face in light, half his face in dark yeah. and stuff. It might just because I don't, you know, I'm not really into movie making and stuff, so I just think that looks good. That might yeah. be not that good. Uh, I, I
0: didn't particularly notice it in
1: this, but... Yeah. And then I was going to also say, okay, so Gary Busey is the least sneakiest intruder ever.
0: Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> help that he's, like, six foot. He, he's solidly built. He's not oh, yeah. heavy, but he's, like... Very solidly built. It's like, I can't imagine how heavy his footsteps must right? be. Well,
1: that's the other thing. It's like, you would think he would be like trying to tiptoe around. He's just dropping shit all over the place in this movie, yeah. stomping around.
0: Uh, There's a deleted scene where he was
1: listening to Louie Louie on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Tom also creates these little dolls. Yes. I don't know what they're out of. Wood. Wood, I guess. They are wood. Oh,
0: they're wood. Okay. Um, I don't know wh- where...
1: Where he gets it, how he can make those.
0: But there's a doll for all the members of the family. Yep,
1: including the dog. Oh, is there a dog figure? Yeah, he says Rudolph's out on the porch or something. Rudolph's out on the porch. I like to think that he made them and then he had like a piece of rice. He's like, I should Rudolph. Rudolph's out on the horse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta gotta carve some dog food for Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) Damn (laughs) dog's costing me too much money.
1: And he also makes
0: one for himself and puts him in the attic. And he is very enamored with the Julia figure. Oh, yeah. Or the Julie figure. Oh, yeah. Or the Jill figure. Sorry. No, Julie. Is it Julie? Her Julie, yeah. <laughs> I wrote Jill in my notes. I wrote, That's like, how... Layla
1: half the time. I don't know why, but this woman's name is <laughs> <Layla>. not memorable. <laughs> um, um,
0: but, okay. and it doesn't, like, it's very crude drawings. Like, you can't really tell oh, they them look apart. Oh, like shit, yeah. But Gary Busey is projecting a lot onto this little wooden
1: mannequin and you can tell he just wants to shove it right up his urethra. Absolutely. Um, But like the other the other thing with I want to give this movie props and everything. I think this is actually a pretty cool idea that like the whole house diorama and I think later on when he moves them around I think it's a pretty novel idea. If there were
0: more of that It's it like more of a central image, but it's just something
1: that happens a few times. That's true. He could go up, and every time someone moves, that he hears the move steps, he moves them. That would be
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, but I do want to give it a little bit of props, because I think we're going to shit on it a lot more. Yeah, Yeah, we... (laughs) Again, like I said, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's just repeated viewings. i become jaded to it and everything. So, Julie tries to... Basically, seduce her husband. I she guess she wants to fuck. She's yeah. like, it's
0: our first night in the new house. We need to break it
1: in. Yeah, but he's too busy working. Oh, he's
0: such a workaholic '80s
1: man. Oh yeah. Also, I like. Okay, I don't think Michael McKean is an ugly person at all. Like, I think he's a whatever and everything. His hair in this is so bad. Yeah, he has that
0: '80s like slick back. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't imagine think he's like a- an '80s like business yeah, man dad and like that's what Michael McKean looks like
1: absolutely Um see so yeah, she tries to use her husband too busy working so she instead decides to go skinny dipping yeah, in pool. her pool hell yeah wow Gary Busey watches Gary
0: Busey and also a mysterious other man who's
1: that man favorite character and actor I knew that was movie. your favorite character. We'll get to him. We'll get to uh, him. He's coming. Oh, he's so good. Um, if, was, if he was the hider, that would. have That's been. what I say. Say later. I was like, Oh, oh my it? god, why? Why aren't you the main character? Why? Right? Um, anyway, we'll get to it. But when I first watched this, I thought that was the, the dad because how they yeah. shoot it, it doesn't look like it's another house. It I, just looks like it's another part of the house.
0: I knew it was another. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I got that.
1: Okay. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that. But so Julie returns. She gives Phil this pottery jar. We yeah. She makes her own pottery at home, which is nice. It's nice,
0: but she was expecting way too much of a reaction. She was expecting
1: like, him to get down on his knees and be
0: like, like <laughs> "Yeah, no." She was
1: also one. Why would
0: you? Why wouldn't you give it to him like? At a different time, right. aside from like right before bed, like maybe when you were trying to fuck, you should have been like, "Hey, there's another empty urn in the house." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she wanted, and I imagine like this is a hobby she's done for quite some time. So like, yeah, this can't be the first vase, Michael McKean. That's has what I was thinking too. And it's like, and he does say thank you. He says thank you. Like, he has probably the reaction I would have.
1: It's like, not that
0: good. It's, Not it's, to be mean to her, but... But it's like, what, what reaction are you supposed to have? Right. Like, it's a very nice and thoughtful gesture. You made yeah. something for me. That's great. At the same time, this isn't like... It's not something I can actively use. No, like and we'll a,
1: learn later on Michael McKean's character is a piece of shit. Like, uh, yeah, he is. But, like, at this point, I was kind of, like, sympathizing with him and everything. Because, like, he does say thank you. You can see he's a little jaded. But then he does actually, I like when they're like when she gets back in bed and he's like, you're getting a lot better at this and everything. He doesn't seem sarcastic. He no. seems like being nice yeah. and everything. And then and then Michael McKean wants to fuck now. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, like, when people are
0: ready, they're ready. Sure. And, but now Mimi Rogers is all like, "No,
1: sir." Julie's like, "Nope." And then Michael <laughs> like Keaton says, "One well, of my favorite movies, favorite lines of movies." Jesus fucking Christ, Julie! I liked it. Julie <laughs> said, "I said thank you." I said thank you, or Jesus Christ, I said thank you. Um, but yep, and then now we get the scene uh, with the knife. Yes. Yes. Okay, so
0: <laughs> Gary Busey's up in the attic, living his best life. Absolutely. And he's, Eating a fucking Hostess snowball with a combat I knife. I didn't even like, know it was a
1: snowball. I thought it was just
0: jelly. Nope, it was a Hostess wow. snowball. He's like slicing off a piece, eating Jesus it off Christ. the tip. I'm like, just eat it with your fucking hand. But this
1: was like, his lunch break, and they just filmed it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just. I, I ate everything with my knife. I was going to be prepared. He also eats SpaghettiOs with a knife, which he I does. can understand, but at the same time... You, you can? With, sort of. I mean, if you don't have... Any other
1: utensil. I would just drink it out of the... I mean, that's gross, yeah. too. But, like, the night How would you get the spietios on the knife?
0: <laughs> a lot of practice. I guess
1: so. A lot <laughs> of practice. Like, this
0: is... <laughs>
1: While we were bobbing for apples, Gary Busey was... Getting... <laughs> he learned the
0: way of the blade. <laughs> Still, get a fucking spoon. Of like course, go yeah. Go steal a spoon.
1: Well, yeah, we see him walking around the house all the time, like... Yeah. Um... Here's where
0: also where I noticed that Gary Busey looks
1: like a dude who tells drunk chicks he's Val Kilmer. Yeah, I get that. Um so yeah, he's sitting there eating his hostess, the dog comes up again, um, and then we Gary Busey guess murders the dog. Uh we shoot to a thing in the house and the dog screams out or something. Yeah, goes Rawr! Yeah. And so we assume they and <laughs> he then doesn't go. Help! Help! I'm getting <laughs> murdered <laughs> Scooby-Doo that they're killing? Yeah. Um, no, that's just how all dogs talk. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so then Gary Busey kind of just lurks around loudly downstairs. <laughs> Hope no one notices me moving this dog corpse. Well, yeah, I guess he, we don't see that. But he, we just assume that he left the dog corpse, that he drags it down the stairs, <laughs> buries it, walks <laughs> I, th- I
0: wish there was a scene of him literally dragging it to the head, <laughs> like, <laughs> <dumped> <laughs> <and> <laughs> <really> <laughs> like, just the family sleeping soundly through it. <laughs>
1: it's Doing that to Louie Louie every time the dog
0: gets. What if the family was all deaf? Oh. That would be another, like, have you ever seen, oh, like that movie Hush. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen Hush? I've heard of it.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Yes. Quiet Place? Sure. Well, they're not deaf. They're not They deaf. They're just it's can't just, talk. They have to be quiet. Yeah. You can get Troy Kotzer. He's pretty good. I don't know who that is. He was the actor who was in CODA. Which I didn't see, but it was the Oscar winning amazing film and everything. But I saw Uh, his performance, and he's a deaf actor. He won an Oscar. Oh, cool. Quite good. But yeah, Gary Busey murders the dog, lurks around loudly. He, okay, here's, so he takes the briefcase. This will be a portfolio. So he takes the briefcase and just puts it on the floor, grabs a piece of paper out of nowhere. Yeah, he's stealing some of Michael McKean's
0: business stuff, like his papers and shit. But
1: then we see later that he's not trying to do this on purpose. Because when... Really? Yeah, because there was a scene well, on my third watch. <laughs> figured it out, but we'll talk about it later. Um, so he comes up. Holly comes out. She sees this man just walking around her house. So he goes over to her mom. Got a hot, Got a hot. I just wish he would have gone. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, or if he had
0: pretended to be like a coat rack. Oh, my God.
1: He just stands like he does like a statue pose and everything.
0: What? Wow! Well, I'll say this because I just got this idea, and I hope this is not something I'm stealing from We Hate Movies like subconsciously mm-hmm. from ten years ago. But this movie should have become where Gary Busey pretends to be Rudolph, and he's just like in a dog suit, and he's like going, "Ruff, no,
1: ruff." Do you know the movie Quigley? I've heard he voices a dog, but he plays it too. I think. No, it's a real dog. Yeah, but. Then I mean, he voiceovers. Yes, he voices over, but maybe I could be wrong about this, but I think the dog turns human, and it's Gary Busey actually with a collar on and a leash that he's. We should have done this movie. I,
0: I've heard of <laughs> Quigley. I. I thought it was just a dog, like, a man dies, and then maybe It's this- been
1: a while since I've watched it, but may- I might be like that or anything, but I thought for some reason the dog comes alive, and it just flashes to Gary Busey on the ground with, like, a leash on it and. It's possible. We'll have to look it up during the break and everything. Um... Anyway, yeah, so we have this, and he found by Holly. Holly runs to her mom's room and says, "I her a saw a man." She She's not like Southern. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Southern five-year-old, "Mama, I saw a gentleman in the hallway,"
1: and the mom's like, "You're a fucking idiot. Go yeah, sleep a with, with nightmare. me." Nightmare. Uh, which, I mean, fair. You would think yeah, that, too. Yeah, I would, especially in a new house. Yeah. I do remember, though, when I was a kid, I think my parents, like, at least, you know, you do the thing where you turn on the light, you look under the bed Yeah, it would everything. have been nice. She's but, just, like, get in the bed. Uh,
0: Mimi Rogers is too cock-deprived to be able to uh, click a light switch.
1: I was scared that Michael McKean was going to try to initiate sex again. Oh, wow. Oh, she's holding the child.
0: Talk to a therapist about this No, no. Fear that you have constantly whenever I'm... you see... A child getting to bed with It's because, No,
1: it's because Michael McKean is just so horny in this movie. Michael McKean
0: is a fuck machine. That's what his in this bumper movie, sticker says.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's poetry. So then we see it flashes to outside. This kid, which is Neil, screams, I guess, Rudolph. It just never sounds like Rudolph. To, I watched it three times now. Okay, never sounds, It sounds like, pee-pee, pee-pee. <laughs> Okay. Every time this kid comes out. Okay, we'll
0: some odd psychology with you.
1: <laughs> He's screaming, like, weedy, weedy, and everything. And then after a while, he says, it does a zoom in, it says, Rudolph. He is not screaming Rudolph. This okay. Kid, I'm telling you. I, I will believe you. So they're eating breakfast in the morning. And then the Phil cannot find his briefcase. Here's why, Bob, the briefcase is Gary Busey, at least what we see in the movie, just puts it on the floor. And he says later, it was on the floor. Yeah. How can you not find it if all I like, did, like, boop, boop, on the ground and everything? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> like, uh, it's not like he hides it in a closet somewhere. Michael
0: McKean's can't look down. That's a little known fact. That that's is a- true.
1: So, yeah, that. And then the exterminator comes over. It's my second favorite character in the movie. The exterminator's great. Um, he's, yeah, he's gray. He comes over to kill bugs. He, like,. You can tell that him and Phil, like, know each other. Yeah. And he's trying to strike up conversation. He's like, oh, it's a nice house you got. And Phil's like, kill all them fucking bugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. Phil has business to get to. So then, extra mare goes up. He discovers Busey's hideout, but he thinks they're rats. What
2: I
0: would love
1: is if he just found giant Gary Busey shits all
0: over. <laughs> and I'm the one who has the psychology problem. <laughs> no, but, like, when you have pests, you find yeah. droppings. And, like... Gary <laughs> Music. I Let me just comes down. Shirts to- with a shirt, but completely <laughs> pantsless. Ew. Just like squatting and like. <laughs> Walking around, just taking gigantic Gary Busey shits. I did like, not need that mental image. <laughs> and then the exterminator's like, "Hmm, got some big rats here." Well, I just would love if you went downstairs. I just w- I want to break in for one moment. It's me, Jerry, the Hider of Finders, the Finder of Hiders in the house. That's my motto. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get some human feces when you got when when there's a Hider in the house, like. Unless they have a very sophisticated waste removal system. Yeah, you're going to find a log or two. Uh, the celebrity that, uh, not to tell tales out of school, mm. but Anna Kendrick. Uh, huge. Why, why is that? I don't know. She should ask a doctor. So she was a
1: hider in the house? Yes. Right?
0: Oh, wow. Yes, yes.
1: So do these celebrities just never have houses?
0: They have houses. This, they just like this is ho- how they get their
1: kicks. This Ooh. is that Hollywood cabal. Interesting. Uh, so is this the exterminator from the movie we're talking to?
0: No. Oh, he's okay. dead.
1: He's dead. Yeah, he had a New York accent or something, too. Yeah. So then the exterminator discovers Busey's hideout. He thinks they're rats. I would have loved if he went downstairs. He's like, yeah, you got some Gary Buseys up there. <laughs> you just <laughs> got a whole-ass
0: man in your
1: house. Is this a sex thing? Like, feel, no, Is
0: this a sex thing? Like, it would be I'm... better
1: if he just leaves. And he's just, he to see him, he's like, oh, it must be some kinky couple. And he just <laughs> leaves.
0: Here's all Gary Busey would need to like pass. is just a mask. gimp mask. Gimp yeah, mask. Like, just
1: pokes it out like, howdy! <laughs> Gary Busey was the gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so then, yeah, he goes down. He says they're rats. Uh, then we meet our favorite character. <laughs> Gary Busey kicks open the door. I ain't a rat. I never <laughs> snitched
0: on nobody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Julie goes outside with the kids. I guess taking them to school. Yes. And we meet the Bruce man.
0: Glover. The man,
1: the myth, the lover, Gene. I don't think he has a last name. Doesn't matter. Played by Groot. Crispin Glover's dad. And Bruce. like And he looks exactly the like Crispin the Glover. Glover jeans are strong. Wow. <laughs> They're so
0: strong. And I love Bruce Glover in this movie. Like I don't know that I've seen I was like, Bruce. did you know
1: he was an actor before this?
0: I think, well, as soon as I saw him, I recalled it from the episode of We Hate Movies. Let me see what else he's been in. I saw
1: he was in some stuff I heard of, but hmm, is he he's still in... alive?
0: Yes, he is. 91 years Look young.
1: We could have had him on the podcast.
0: We could have. Maybe he's our hider. Oh, I hope so. It's something called Die Hard Dracula. Who's in Chinatown? That was the one I saw. Yeah, I don't think he had a big role. I I, I believe he it. played the Jack Nicholson role. He was oh yeah. He was Jack Nicholson standard. <laughs> he was his nose. Yeah, <laughs> he was Jake Giddies. Oh, I wish Roman Plansky weren't a terrible rapist oh, so that I could.
1: A lot of his movies are good too. They sucks. are. And like I don't watch any of them because I tried to like I fuck that man. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. Uh, like when he won the Oscar, I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, there needed to have been at least like.
1: Like the this is a beautiful movie.
0: Never saw it.
1: I, I have before I knew... This is before I knew Polanski's Allegations. I was yeah. a kid and everything. It is a beautiful movie, especially with like, anti-Semitism in our country. It's a good movie for that and everything. It's Not a good, great yeah.
0: movie if you love anti-Semitism. If you sem- love
1: anti-Semitism. <laughs> no. But yeah, Polanski is just awful. He is. Anyway. But yes, Bruce Glover... Best character in this movie. Oh my god, he's so good. He should have been the bad. He should have been
0: like... the fact that <laughs> he, he should have been wasn't. all the characters. Yes, he's so fun to watch. He's like the only person who I felt who was like really acting, acting. He is like. the only one. Yeah. And granted, he's a glover, so he's probably a little off kilter himself. Oh yeah. Uh, so he might not be stretching either. But he's like so charismatic to watch like it's just so fun to watch him and he's such a creep a creep
1: yeah. the fact that he is creepier in this movie than the actual fucking hider creep is nuts yeah like gary busey should have played the mimi rogers role Yeah. and, <laughs> and bruce glover should have played the hider
0: oh phil why don't you want to fuck my pussy tonight <laughs> I'm. Well, I'm just gonna go skinny dipping. In the- Why don't you give me one of those cream pies like you you're used to?
1: You could have seen Gary Busey's ass in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's great, and he says he goes up to Hall or Holly. He goes up <sighs> to Julie. And he basically says, he's like, oh, I saw you swimming last night. And just yes. looks directly down at her tits. <laughs> and then he says easily the creepiest line oh in the God. entire yes. movie where Holly's like, we're going to kindergarten. And he says, oh, I'd like to go to kindergarten, especially with you. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking
0: creepy. Here's, this movie could have played with this dichotomy oh, yeah. of like, okay, what if... It wasn't revealed until, like, the last 15 to 30 minutes that there was a hider in the house. Yeah, so the entire uh, movie, you're like,
1: Bruce Glover's a fucking creep. He's doing all this that, weird okay. shit. That would have been cool. And that's basically what you get with the character thinks that Bruce Glover, like, killed the dog yeah. when we see that and everything. Like, and then you kind of figure, but yeah, that would have been really good. But... I almost think this is like a passion project for Gary Busey. Maybe, especially with later we'll talk about it and everything. But like, there's a lot about this where it's just like it feels like Gary Busey. This was like his supposed to be his star vehicle and everything. Yeah. So that probably wouldn't have worked with what no because he no, wouldn't absolutely. have been in it as much, exactly.
0: But, and that's the problem with like yeah no. But no, I
1: completely agree with you. But yeah, the kindergarten line is so creepy. Really fucked up. Really fucked up. So the exterminator starts to spray gas into the crawl space. So <laughs> So basically what you said, Beusey just jumps out. <laughs> well first he's getting he is getting gassed a bit. Yeah, yes. I,
0: I don't know, I just find it funny this the image of like gas uh wafting into like rat poison, yeah, basically like uh wafting into his little hidey hole and Gary Busey just like <laughs>
1: But he jumps out, and he doesn't attack him. He just kind of shoves the dude. Yes. Doesn't, like, knock him on the ground so he can run out. I everything. Mean, just kind of... And everything. Yep. And then the guy's... One of my other favorite lines in the movie is the guy's like, Who the fuck are you? You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> And then he tries to attack him. The guy just chokes, slams Gary against yeah. the wall. And he, You're not going anywhere. <laughs> what? He's so <laughs> good, too.
0: He He's great. He is great. <laughs> uh, there's another very minor character coming up who I love who's the most minor character. But, uh, no, The Exterminator is definitely up there. Oh, yeah. And now, after, like, reliving this fight, what if it was, like, the fight from They Live, where it's just (laughs) this, like, ten-minute-long thing between Gary Busey and The Exterminator, and it goes until Gary Busey convinces The Exterminator to hide in the house with him.
1: (laughs) That'd be great if all the people, then they're all just living together, (laughs) and it's... No, you gotta try it. Jerry Busey's like rationing. You get this one, and I get this one. See, I made these
0: dolls but only I can play with the
1: doll. Have like, you, you seen? gotta make
0: your own doll.
1: See, so yeah, Busey jumps out, he kid then takes the. He takes the exterminator's flashlight and just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah. One of the worst fight choreo I've ever seen in a movie and everything. Because you don't even see the exterminator. You just see Gary Buse go,
0: oh Oh, yeah. They probably didn't have a effects budget. Probably. Like not. a makeup budget. Like I don't think they had a budget.
1: Yeah. Uh, I should have looked up the budget for this. They,
0: all of them are hiding in an actual house while they were filming. <laughs> um they were squatters
1: the house does look good if it i think mean, like the set and everything and like there's a part where yeah, Busey, it's,
0: a, it's a nice house
1: there's a part where Bucy's like climbing on the roof and everything and it's shot pretty well with like floodlights and everything yeah. like like i said i think some shots are done pretty well then Busey goes and buries the body and then he drives away in the exterminator's outfit Badly, because yeah. I guess he would never learned how to drive, which makes no, sense, because yeah. he's been in a thing. And which Jean- was actually
0: my favorite character detail about him, is that it like, was, yeah. it's an interesting... Because he'll try to drive later. And he does, yeah. I <laughs> just won this whole Mr. Bean sequence, <laughs> where he's just like crashing into people (laughs) repeatedly. (laughs) Just like, every time he moves, he hits a car. But I I want to mention a note I made. Yeah. Tension, pacing, nah. Let's have Gary Busey kill an exterminator in the first 30 minutes. Hmm. I hope Busey literally murders someone or something every 15 minutes.
1: And, well, you don't get exactly that. No, but but
0: he does a lot of murder.
1: Yeah, he does. Again, I don't see, we're talking about when you could psychologist thing because I think that's probably the most important scene in the movie yes. like plot wise and everything even though it's absolute bullshit because like there you have like again there's warning fla- signs there's red flags yes. and then there's this uh so Busey goes and buries the body and then gene watches him and thinks he's drunk he thinks mm-hmm. it's exterminator he just yes. got drunk because exterminators just get drunk at houses I no guess. no I, I, I never got drunk at any oh, house i'm sorry i'm a teetotaler i'm a
0: Mormon. i'm a I'm both a Mormon and a Jehovah's Witness, and uh, also a member of several UFO cults, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to let you know I found a Bad Ronald. I did find a Bad oh. Ronald in your walls. I got rid of him. Okay. Uh, it's all trap and release. I'm ethical. But yeah. Are you, you releasing? Had, like, uh You know, into schools, into uh, aquariums, stuff like that, Places place where, you know, if Bad Ronald wants to swim... And hide in between the fish gills. That's that's fine with me. But you know, as long as he's not in your house, that's See, your studio. So you don't release him
1: in the X Files set where Gary Busey buries people. No, no, I don't. <laughs> that's
0: right. one of my it does, favorite details.
1: Because every time he buries somebody, <laughs> it's just the fucking. It's,
0: it's it does look like a set. It it does not look like they're on any sort of location. But it's not like. There's a single beam of light right. illuminating the grave. It's it's very odd.
1: And it's been a bit since I've seen the X-Files, but it's the only thing I can think of when I see it. No yeah, thing. no, now
0: that you say that, yes.
1: Um. So then Tom goes to his last therapy appointment um, where he basically alludes to the fact that he is scared that he may have to kill someone to protect his family. These aren't warning signs, though, bro. No, no. Um, he said may. I may have to. So the therapist basically does this very sneaky gesture where he acts like he got a phone call. <laughs> he does everything but go ring, ring. What? Oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> so he calls the doctor, and then he also walks out, speaks pretty loudly that we think Gary Busey could just heard him. Um, hey, this guy's a real kook. Anyway, so he talks to this other doctor, explains that he thinks Tom is not ready to be released. He cannot be held unless they have a suspicion that he is a danger, even though he literally just said he may have to kill again. Well, <laughs> Again, it's that word "may." This is where the movie falls apart. Well, maybe before that, but like this is where I'm like, "What?" But again,
0: like this is the failures of the system. It's just not written well. True, true, true.
1: Then we flash to seeing Neil. He's at school. He gets bullied because he goes into a, he goes butts into a conversation. Yeah. Um, where he says something about dog poop, uh, and <laughs> the, the bully Mullet Joe or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah.
0: Is like talking about how they're gonna. Do the dog poop in a bag, light on fire trick to somebody. And Neil comes up, he's like, Are you talking about the dog do in the bag trick? He's like, Dog do? No, it's dog Dog shit. shit. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good writing.
1: (laughs) Well, the same guy wrote Dark Place or whatever that name was. Dark City. (laughs) Dark
0: City. So now this is the beginning of Neil's bullying saga. Yeah.
1: Where the kids make fun of him. And I would say this is one of the worst parts of the movie just because the bullying saga is boring but we get the best scene of the movie oh, through yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah. So so no it's not the worst. And while that we get Julie making pottery. Well, being really kind of creepy scene of Gary Busey just watching her and they like but a pretty creepy scene yeah. of him we're watching. What well, just looks like ghost. Again to me. Yeah.
0: No, that's what pottery makes everybody think of. Of course.
1: And then Tom sits in his bed upstairs and uh, Julie's saying goodnight to all her kids. Tom acts like he's one of the children and everything. Kind of creepy. It is creepy,
0: especially because he has a sexual attraction to Julie. Yes. And wants to smooch her.
1: Uh, We also hear where she hears about Neil's bullying. And he says, love you too. And night, mom. (laughs) You know, creepy. We say, love you too. Oh no, he keeps saying it, too. He's like, love you, too. Night, Mom. Night, Mom. Love you, too.
0: it's, well, it's like-, like when you've seen a movie so many times and you say the lines along with it. <laughs> that's what he's doing with the bedtime. It's yeah, like- that's true. Oh, here comes the talking express. So Phil comes home late, and he's had a bad day. And here's why I noted that Michael McKean is really trying with this material. You think so? I do.
1: Yeah, I think he's giving it his best.
0: Also, he has a super blocky laptop that I love. Oh, God, it yeah, was so cute. Is. So <laughs>
1: Phil, yeah, Phil comes home, bad day, yells at Julie for legit no reason. She <laughs> He says, you're spending too much time on this house. Well, before that even, she just walks in. He's like, hi, honey. And he's like, you're sneaking up on me. What the fuck? And everything. But yes, then he starts yelling about the house. Which was never established. We've never seen her do shit with this house. No. And then he says, you should be spending time with your family. Where she's spending time with the children the entire movie. While he's working all night and everything. But then I wondered, is this, because,
0: is that the point? Is that the point of his tirade where like, I think everything he said is bullshit? And so that's where I always wondered. It's like, well, what was the intent of the writer?
1: Is it bad writing or is it actually supposed to be? Yeah, But, yeah, I mean, Michael McKean does pretty well with this yeah. for, for what he has. And then basically yells at Julie for taking his stock sheet, uh, which we learn what we see Gary Busey did. Yeah. But this is the part where I saw where you see in the scene, and maybe it's just Gary Busey's acting, but he like he's like, He's, like, confused, and he grabs the stock sheet. He's like, oh. Like, he didn't know that he grabbed the stock I sheet. I thought this was pornography. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he wasn't even trying to fuck over Michael McKean. Oh, he was just... He just grabbed <laughs> fucking papers. What the fuck is this movie? i going
0: to roll a fatty with this lighter.
1: I think this is why I considered it weird. It's just because it's like, what the fuck
0: is Job this? this?
1: Just... Bad and I guess it's bad, but it's just weird to me. So then we jump to a housewarming party where we meet Julie's friend Rita. Uh, we we look- also
0: meet my favorite character, Sprinkle. Who
1: the fuck
0: is Sprinkle? Sprinkle is this weird man. Oh, is it that
1: guy? Yeah, looks
0: like he's from like a fucking
1: art installation. He looks like yeah. He looks is that like his name?
0: Yeah, or you like, just give him that name? No, it's she says something like Sprinkle. <sighs> She literally
1: calls him like Sprinkle. I think you were going to say your other favorite character was the fucking asshole that Phil talks to. I'm like, how's Haggard? No, no, I love Sprinkle. There's like one line. I know,
0: but he looks like he's from like the lowest rent mafia. He's, like, he's sort of <laughs> short and round, and he has, like, a receding hairline, but his hair is still slicked back. Yeah. He looks, I, all I could think of was Robert Blake from Lost Highway. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. He looks look so <laughs> much like Robert Blake. I kept expecting him to come up to Julie and be like, there's someone in your there's house. There's someone in your Yeah. Uh,
1: which goes well together and everything. Yep. Also, um, Bru or someone was in, oh, Gary Busey was in Lost Highway. I believe. I believe I he had a small remember. role in Lost Highway because I was looking up about Gary Busey credits. I yeah. like, oh, I forgot he was in that and everything. I, it's been um, so, long I Lost, so long
0: since I saw Lost Highway. So long since I saw Lost Highway. I need to rewatch it again, which is why I'm excited that we're going to be going to see Absolutely. Lost Highway and Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me yes. at the Mahoning Drive In. Right. Where well, we're going to get come to meet August. Ray Wise. And... Yes, I'm going to probably pay way too much money oh, same. to oh my God, get yeah. a pic. I want a picture and an autograph. Sam. Yes, so, <laughs> <just sprinkling. laughs> so at the end at the end when things were like getting bad, she should have called Sprinkle and be like, hey yeah, come over. I'll put the nuts to this guy. You got the hydrogen here? Now that's not the way you take care of a hider in the <sighs> house. You don't call Mr. Sprinkle, you don't uh, you <laughs> don't uh, you don't threaten violence, it's trap and release. It's
1: have you tra- ever met Sprinkle strict storm? Oh I
0: have a bit
1: of rivals. Oh bit of rivals. What does he do to get the hiders out? He just burns the house down. Oh I like that. Can we can we call Sprinkle instead, Brad? I I
0: might think I want this house standing actually. Like, nah, like, let's
1: fire exterminator and get. <laughs> anyway, no. Yeah, but you were right about the mystery man. It does look like him, but it almost just looks like like some. I don't think he guy's German, but he looks like some art installation from the eighties and like. Either way,
0: there's no point to the character. Like, it's
1: no it's like, but she very pointedly says hello. He's
0: in center of the frame. Yeah, and, like, it's. And he's bizarre. important. And like I figured, like, is this. A friend, the director, (laughs) or
1: something that was actually Carol
0: King's. I looked up (laughs) because I looked up this guy's credits because he looks so familiar. Because probably because he reminded me of Robert Blake from Lost Highway, absolutely. Um, but no, he's like in nobody, yeah. Oh, is he? I was gonna look him up later to see. I think he has some like behind the scenes credits. Wow, he must have been a friend, not a lot of on screen stuff,
1: but yeah. So then on the other part of the party, we see Phil talking to his friend. And he says he's going to cheat again. Yep. It's v- highly veiled, but I'm just saying. Yeah, is. no, this is, it's obvious. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to do it again and everything. I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Yeah, it's obviously that he's going to cheat on her, which he has before. I'm sure here Phil is such a piece of shit. He is. He is. Um, And then Gary Busey watches Holly, who got her ball in the pool. Yep. And we see her reach for the ball. Yeah. About five seconds later, Gary Busey has gotten from the attic. <laughs> he superhero jumped.
0: <laughs> he like landed with his fist hand down and, and he
1: shows and he's like he's out of breath when he shows up there and everything. And you, you see things thing like, Oh, she's gonna fall in, she's gonna fall in. he's like he grabs her and he puts her back and then he grabs the ball for her. Which
0: him. I get Holly is a child, but she's pretty dumb. Like one yeah. ask an adult, like there has to be a pool skimmer somewhere of that you course. can this
1: stupid ass child. She is deserves. like five. I don't
0: care. Natural selection. Yeah. Well, she shouldn't She should have drowned in the pool. Well, no one is
1: likable in this movie except maybe the mom and everything. Yeah,
0: but she's likable just because she's so bland. She's such a nothing.
1: It, true. And that, uh, yeah, completely true. Except Bruce Glover, of course. Uh,
0: <laughs> Bruce Glover isn't likable. He's just the best actor out I know, of everybody. I was kidding.
1: But the thing I was going to bring up as well about this is we saw a film that I really like. You were less hot on it, which is men, which yeah. we, the whole idea is that everyone around this woman is. Is awful and everything. Yes. It almost looks like they're going for that because the men in this movie fucking suck.
0: Yeah, they do. Her but
1: husband, Bruce Glover, and then the, the son's a piece of shit. I
0: think that's more of just a commentary on society at large. True. That's a good point. I think well. it's just a fact of life. But yeah, so
1: then we see so Gary Busey helps her get the ball and then we see my most validating thing in this movie yeah. we see gary is after the party he's sitting there and he splits his oreos and he takes cream on half and the chocolate on the other half
0: because we see neil reach under his pillow and pull out yeah. a bag
1: of oreos i have a note about that too
0: and i wasn't sure if like did gary Busey leave those for him well, I was like, like is
1: that contraband you're not allowed to have oreos yeah it's like could you were you what what, what is what is this but the reason why I said about the Oreos is because this movie proves that if you separate your Oreos, you're a psychopath. Yes. And that is true because people that do that need to go to hell. Well, I don't I let's
0: not talk about this because I have some Do you separate your Oreos? I sometimes. This will be the end of the podcast. Eat, I don't eat Oreos <laughs> often. Sometimes I do, sometimes Fair. I don't.
1: I just don't understand why you I don't have
0: it. aberrant other candy snacking behavior that I will not get into. Fair.
1: Oh, um, i I mean, I don't break my Kit Kats in half, which is most people think is sacrilegious. Yeah. No, I'm with
0: you. I just bite. Yeah, I just bite. Oh, you do too. Just
1: fucking bite it. Yeah. Okay,
0: but yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like that's that's like heinous for people. But see, that's
1: heinous for people. But like the thing is, you get the exact same food. Like it's just a Kit Kat and everything if you just bite it. This you are now eating just chocolate cookie, which doesn't taste good. No, it's not great. Just cream. But it's it's (laughs) about getting that cream.
0: It's about getting that cream hit. But I don't really like the... I like. Why eat Oreos if you don't like the cookie
1: and you don't like the cream? <laughs> I do like them, but together and everything. Okay, it's like yeah, it's like a food that you have together, and you're like you wouldn't want it outside and gotcha. everything. Like banana bread. You to like eat a banana. Ban- I do not like bananas.
0: Okay, but I like
1: banana bread. This mo- this is turning into yeah. A- no, let's move it's on. It's like a psychology lesson for me. Well, this let's episode, let's move
0: on. This is fucking Rorschach over here. <laughs>
1: But I did feel validated about that. So then Gary Busey sneaks downstairs the next morning and he was walking down and he's in a full suit and jacket and everything.
0: Yeah. Wait, did he steal Phil's clothes or did he have I, these from his confirmation? That's a good or point.
1: Whatever? This movie longs like at least a week or two and everything. Is he, like, does he have clothes in here?
0: I was not sure because like I, I, I saw him in the suit jacket and I was like, because I was not giving this movie my full attention. I will really? be <laughs> honest. I don't blame you. Well, I was watching, but, like, I was, like, I, my eyes were not always on the screen. Sure. So I was, like, did I miss a part where he stole that suit jacket? I think or... he
1: does steal Phil's because then we see the bathrobe later. But and then why does says, Julie never go, like, hey, my husband has that exact same. Well, because she didn't see him. True. So. And she never sees business Busey. She ne- no, not business Busey. Oh, my God. I just saw something in the beginning. Business abusey. Oh. Ah. I should have said that in the beginning. Oh, well. That's a missed opportunity.
0: Um, We'll put it on
1: your tombstone. Oh, yes, along with many other things. So, yes, anyway, he, he sneaks downstairs wearing this suit jacket. He takes out a full thing of milk and just drinks it straight out of the carton and everything. And then he does the weirdest thing for me in the movie is he eats something off the breakfast plate, picks up the plate, and just puts it next to the sink. Right, because we should establish, like, all
0: breakfast in television and movies, yeah. this does not get eaten. Oh, God, Everyone no. just... It's like the fucking Mary Celeste. Everyone just leaves. Absolutely. And there's food and plates everywhere.
1: But yeah, It drives like, me nuts. No one eats breakfast. Like, everyone prepares breakfast. <laughs> no one eats it in media. But it's on the countertop. He picks up the plate, and he puts it next to the sink. And the reason why this pisses me off so much in this movie is she talks about it later, and she sees the thing, she's like, huh? The breakfast, and then she hears the phone call and everything. Yeah. But it's like, why would he pick it up and move it to this? Like you're trying to be sneaky. What the fuck he's are you doing? He's not a smart
0: man. This he's is not. I and mean, he's like
1: Gary Busey or the character.
0: The character. <laughs> Gary Busey's a member of Mensa. What's? Oh God, no.
1: <laughs> I thought that? he said no. <laughs> I was like,
0: Oh God. You're.
1: I'm not. There's weird acronyms. some
0: weird. Yeah. Well, I would. Say, I could
1: see Gary Busey being a. I mean I wouldn't be the If you most see that on shocked. the yeah, if you on yeah, the news you shocked, wouldn't be shocked. But I'm not going
0: to slander the man and say that no. he's
1: Like I said he's a Trump. He has sexual harassment allegations. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's No, a we're allowed to
0: slander the man. Well, that's not slander if he actually has allegations against oh, him. Oh, you so. mean actually. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, we're going to get copyright.
0: They're <laughs> going to get sued. We're the Gary Busey Foundation for the Protection of Gary Busey. <laughs> He's going to come after us. we to have to
1: watch my cousin Vinny so we can learn how to. Yeah, that's do a great movie. Thing. That is a good movie. Okay, so then he moves the plate, which pisses me off, and then he calls a restaurant. This is actually a quite smart thing I think he does here. It's
0: bizarrely clever. It's, bizarrely it's a cleverness clever. that he doesn't show at any other time. Especially
1: when he moves that fucking plate. Yes. <laughs> so he calls a restaurant. So the master plan here is he calls the restaurant. It's- or no, he calls Julie. Okay, either way, yeah. he, he arranges for. Julie to come to the
0: hotel. He
1: calls from the restaurant. That's... Yeah...
0: Yeah, he pretends to be one of Phil's business partners. He's like, hey, Phil wants to meet you at this hotel. She gets happy. And it happens to be the hotel that he's having his affair
1: at. Which, how did Gary Busey know this? Well, that's what I think it was the whole thing is when he's talking to his friend at the housewarming. This is what I was wondering about, too. I'm assuming, I don't know, I'm trying to be give this movie a nice thing But the movie does not establish it. It does not establish it.
0: Phil's not like, yeah, I'm going to be giving it to her in this hotel room. (laughs) In case you want to know. Don't come by, but in case you want to know.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe there's something on the table, like notes, because he, he gets notes later and stuff. But... Because he had to have set this whole thing up
0: with the intention of Phil getting caught. So, like, it yeah. wouldn't be like a spur-of-the-moment thing where it's like, oh, there's a
1: clue. For some reason, I wrote this. I wrote that exact note, and then I got rid of it because I thought the movie explained it, but I can't think of I how it did. I don't think it does. So, I think you're right. But... but another thing it
0: doesn't explain is Gary Busey goes to the hotel yep. for... So he can give the maitre d' or the concierge a little note, or whatever a note.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't know what it says until later.
0: But it's going to instruct Julie to go up yes. to the hotel room. Meanwhile, Gary Busey has a cup of coffee that uh-huh. just never gets paid for.
1: Oh, it never gets paid for. Yeah, that. And the other big thing that he does is he takes a knife and just sticks it in his face. A butter knife. I don't remember Were that. you your your under- <laughs> He literally takes a butter knife. He's like sticking it in his face and everything. No one's watching him and everything. No. Yeah
0: recall and, that no and i
1: don't know why but he does it um and it's it's bizarre but yeah so then julie gets there um she says that her husband's was the meter there for and also
0: this is the first time we see mimi rogers in clothes that aren't baggy and white true yeah most of the time she just looks like this bland cloud this this eggshell colored
1: cloud yeah so the mayor d hands her a note jolie grabs this note rushes upstairs and everything getting ready to i guess um, romance isn't dead which actually like the more you think about everything if you're if michael uh, mcdonald if, <laughs>
0: taking it to the sheets
1: but yeah like if phil actually like did this is like an idea this is kind of a romantic yeah, it's no, a it's, pretty it's sweet nice. idea it's nice but she gets there and she opened like you said she opens the door she says i guess romance isn't dead
0: and to there's see Michael McKeon
1: with a pretty attractive lady. But then he gets up, and he's like, Julie, wait. Julie then, I love how the cutaway is that you think she, they're still in the hotel room. Because it just pans that she goes and sits on a chair. Yeah. But she's back home. But doesn't show her driving there? Yeah. And then she gets home, and then Phil rushes in after her. She rushes upstairs, throws all of his clothes, or most of his clothes in a suitcase, hands it to him and says, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, good on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for her. Uh, but I, like I said, I do think this is pretty clever. The whole idea of Gary Busey's premise for it's a very the clever trick. But
0: like, maybe we should see more of that boxiness instead of him just murdering people, <laughs>
1: killing dogs, and <laughs> killing dogs, <laughs> killing exterminators, and killing who's next? Who is next? Then she rushes home. Julie tries to explain to the kids then. Uh, oh, before that, there is another clever thing where Gary Busey takes the Phil doll, takes it out of the house, and moves himself downstairs into her bedroom. Yes. Again, pretty creepy. Yeah. Wish there was more of this in the movie and everything. Yeah, like he was playing a game and not just
0: being some weird, weird hider in the house.
1: For no reason, yeah. <laughs> Um, So Julie tries to explain to the kids that Phil left, which really upsets Neil Mm -hmm. and confuses Holly. And we see a pretty effective montage, I thought, of Julie drinking and everything. And then you just see a pan in Gary Busey's little lair. And it's all these pictures hung up, but they all have Phil's face ripped out of them and everything. Some
0: seem to be burnt out.
1: Yeah, true, true, true. Which is, again, pretty creepy and everything. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it was pretty effective. And then Gary, oh, he's also like swinging a lamp back and forth. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think I remember that. It's like um, a hanging lamp and he's swinging it back and forth and then it's illuminating these photos and everything. Yeah. Again, I thought some of the directing was pretty good. Busey then creeps down and he tucks in Holly. This is to me the scariest moment in the movie. Yeah. Is when he's like actually interacting with the family and they don't know and everything. Yeah. So he tucks in Holly and he goes in and this is the, again, for me, the creepiest part is where he just sits in a rocking chair and just watches Julie and everything.
0: Okay. Yeah. This part is where it really felt like they were trying to make us have sympathy for Busey. Oh,
1: I was in the scene after this, but do you want to talk about this
0: part? Just, just, it feels like, one, this rocking chair is creaky as fuck. It is. It's loud as hell. It is. But also, like, there's just this look on his face and the music, and it just felt like... Oh, he's a good man. He's a good man. He yeah. just hides in houses. So here's another alternate movie. Okay. What if he actually was a really good guy? Oh, no. He just was in this weird situation where he's like, yeah, I'm going to squat in this house. I'm going to hide. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I love these people. What if he doesn't kill anyone? He doesn't everything? kill anybody. He he manages to hide. And he's like, sort of ingratiates himself with Julie and sweeps her off his feet. Her feet, and And then at the very end, he has to. It's like, so you know what's really funny is I used to live in your attic, and it becomes Mm. like, that would be an interesting movie.
1: So I want you to put a pin in what you said about the whole thing about trying to make him more sympathetic. Yeah, because I want to bring that up at the end. There was an alternate ending to the movie. And okay. this goes deep, okay. Um, which, okay. which will tie into what you said. And I think that's why these scenes are in the movie. Gotcha. So then in the morning, this is for me, like I said, the most effective creepiness is you hear Neil running in to say to his mom and everything. Yeah. And Gary Busey sitting in the chair. And then this. Oh, gotta go. And so this was affecting me. And then my like, second watch I was like, what the fuck? This movie is now making us vote for Gary Busey, where, oh, we hope he gets out of the chair by the time so he doesn't get found. I want him found. Yeah, that's another part where it's like, yeah, keep
0: on hiding, Busey. Fight the power. you Get this. Well, because we haven't seen, aside (laughs) from, I guess murdering a dog and a man is pretty bad. But, yeah, no,
1: it is a weird thing where it's like, Oh hope, man! Get out of out. there! Hide her in the house. I hope he gets out of there safely and everything. But yeah, Neil comes in um, to check on hungover Julie, yeah. uh, prompting Gary Busey to run into the shower. And then when she's trying to get a shower, he's Holly comes in like crying. a fucking Marx
0: Brothers routine where he's just it's running from yeah. one. We don't see it. It's all like, oh, she's going to open up the door and he's not there. But it feels like it's very much. It that. feels like the opposite. Of what we don't see, like the Rosencrantz and Gillenstern yeah. side of it, is just like Gary Busey running around like Chico and Harpo Marx. <laughs> it's just a slapstick movie. <laughs> now I want Gary Busey to play Harpo Marx <laughs> and just like
1: anytime he talks, just honking the horn. Oh my god. And then Neil scares Holly, telling her that her dad isn't coming home. Yeah. Their dad isn't coming home, which is a Pretty shitty thing to do. It is, but they're children. Yeah, children are no. awful. And Neil's
0: going to be dealing with some stuff. Of I his was own. saying,
1: I was okay with this kid, and then this kid turned into the fucking worst. Yeah, I hate this kid more than the Damien kid from I'm kidding, from the Open. Anyway, so yeah, and then we like Gary Busey have a chance to escape from the shower. The yep. so Gary Busey watches her in a shower in some kind of like closet, I guess, yeah. and everything. And then he just heads over to Neil's school. Somehow he knows where Neil goes to school. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Because Gary Busey is omniscient in this. He knows everything. (laughs) I'm part of the neighborhood of watch. (laughs) uh neil gets in a fight with his bully with his mullet bully with his mullet bully and, and gary, his mullet addict daddy comes to save the day <laughs> uh gary busey steps in he uh helps julie break up the fight and then again a pretty creepy thing where after they leave and everything he says see you around neil or see you later neil and everything and then you hear again pretty effective yeah. where you hear julie and neil being like well, how did I he know, know my, my name, name. and he was like oh I, I i don't know he must not have said it and everything yeah. Or she said that she said it or, or something. Or she said it, yeah. hey like, no, you didn't. And Gary Pusey's acting so fucking weird because he's just walking away. And I imagine that the director's there with the cone. He's like, no, you have to react to that. So he looks back way too fucking late and everything. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And then he walks off again. And then later that night, Neil goes up to the attic and he starts setting his action figure. <laughs> they setting My, his action figures on fire.
0: And it's it's so out of nowhere. It's so and out of I, nowhere.
1: And I literally wrote, "Uh, why is this dumb child burning wrestling figures? He's burning wrestling figures. And I know what the movie's trying to do. is like, oh, see the parallels. Oh, see the parallels. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: but he almost burns the house down. Yeah,
1: and then well, then he takes one and throws it at a sheet. Yeah. Um. So Julie runs in. She stops the fire. Pretty good acting for a child. He emotionally yeah. says oh, that. That's a good I was pretending they were dead. Okay, so that's where... So He says that he did it because his dad left him. And I thought a line was flubbed here because it always sounded like to me on the third time I watched it was I wasn't lighting them on fire. I was pretending they were dead. He doesn't care about us. And I always thought the line was supposed to be they were dad and he just fucked it and he couldn't read it and he said dead and they just ran with it? No,
0: he says dad. But he does say he, dead. Just he just, says he just says
1: says said dad. He says dad. I was pretending they were dad. Oh, I
0: just thought he was saying dead. No, um, he's just, uh, he has child mouth. Just a bad actor. Here's the thing. Just do it outside.
1: Why don't you just do it right? outside? Yeah. <laughs> Also, what action figures are pretending they were dead or they were dad? Why? Michael McKean looks like all those muscle men. <laughs> right? Like, he has a very good image of his father. I would have loved if he walked upstairs and he just saw the house diorama with all Gary Busey's wood dolls and everything. He's like, What the fuck is this? I'll just you don't burn want these. To play
0: with dolls, too. <laughs>
1: Um and then yeah, I so said this kid's a psychopath as well. None of these male characters are likable. Like I again, I have talked a lot about the podcast about child abuse and everything. I, I never wanted to burn my fucking house down because, yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, So Tom enters with Neil the next day when Julie is helped getting her groceries in by our best friend, fucking Gene, the neighbor, who she's like, she's holding a a bag. She only has like one bag and he runs over across his lawn. I'll help you. That's how friendly he is. Um, So she, yeah, he helps her bring him in. And then he starts to harass Julie. He's putting his hands all over her. All over her. My favorite Gary Busey impression is Tom just grabs his hand and he's definitely trying to be Clint Eastwood in this point and everything because he's like, no, 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 no. And everything. And then the guy, and then Bruce Glover is like, so what sports do you like? Do you like that? Do you (laughs) like sports? And he just goes, no. He's like, he's definitely trying to be Clint Eastwood and everything. But here's,
0: again, we get this weird wibbly wobbly thing where it's like, Gary Busey is ostensibly doing the right thing by stopping Bruce Glover from molesting Julie. Yeah. And Julie is appreciative of it. She is. Which is understandable. But again,
1: are we supposed to vote for this guy now?
0: Yeah. But again, like if this were more gray. Yeah. He's not like a dog killer and an exterminator killer. No, no, no.
1: no, Yeah. Bringing up the dog thing again. The reason why I said fatal attraction was because, again, they they killed a rabbit.
0: And that's why. And here's, we're in a. With a movie with a better hand at the rudder, this could play, like, even without the great, even with the murders, like, this could be really, like, tense, where it's like, oh, man. Absolutely. She's gonna fall for him, but I always know where the movie is going to go
1: bringing up on your point and everything about not knowing who the hider in the house is, that would be even more effective. If again, we just meet him at that thing where he's just a guy who helps meal out and then he's coming over and then he stops who we think is the harasser is the creeper and everything. And then we learn when Mimi Rogers comes up into the attic and sees that. Then she learns that when we learn that, that would have been so much more. That would have been
0: better. Although with our modern minds would be like, Mm. It's not the obvious guy; it's the other guy. It is that's true. Yeah, it would be good for the night, for the '80s. <laughs> for the '80s, the dumbest way this movie could have gone oh, is if Michael McKean were the hunter <laughs> in the house, <laughs> <laughs> and Michael McKean was just like living a double life, where he's like, he gets out of bed at night and sneaks up into the attic, <laughs> oh my and God. like gets into his little sleeping bag, and then he comes out of his hutch and he tucks in the kids and <sighs> plays with his dolls.
1: He slips oh back into bed God. in the morning. It could be that Squishy guy, whatever his name was. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. <laughs> squishy Sprin- guy? Sprinkle
0: Sprin- Sprin- <laughs> would be there making sure everything was okay. He was, yeah. He was. He'd was. he be like some sort of guardian gremlin. He was the... I, we can't bring it up yet at the end. but <laughs> I was pretending they were dead. <laughs> Sorry. That's I, like my uh, so-
2: favorite line in the movie.
0: <laughs> I, because I don't always know if I'll remember how the line was read, I write it... Phonetically, phonetically yeah, yeah, same. And it's just in caps at the top of my screen.
1: I was pretending
0: they, they were, were dead.
1: Dead. <laughs> oh my God, that reminds me. Do you know you see Chicago? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It sounds like the puppet thing. Um, puppet Roxy Hart. Yeah. When yeah. it's like. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Tom enters the Neil. The neighbor finally leaves after a while. Tom is like, maybe you should call the. Oh, because he says that he saw the guy being drunk and everything. Yeah. He's like, maybe you should call him. And he goes for the phone. He's like. Maybe at your own house. Yeah. He's like, oh, good idea. And he leaves. Tom gets to know Julie. She gives him one of her pottery pieces, and he gives her his rabbit foot. Which she does not want but takes to be polite. Yes. And this is my favorite line in the movie, where he's holding the the pottery piece yeah. that she's like, and she goes and she says, You like that one? And he says, No, I like this one. <laughs> the exact thing she's talking about and it's my face i don't know why but i love that line and everything so then Julie's friend rita comes over it's very awkward yes. tom leaves like a fucking creep but still rita's into the whole she's vibe just, so
0: that's what it's saying because they're outside gardening later and rita's like if you don't want him, i'll well, no, take she them. says
1: it right there in the living room oh yeah yeah she they talk about him and for some reason tom is seen as attractive by rita I guess uh, Gary Busey was the sex icon of 1989. Oh, yeah, he
0: was. I was one year old and I was well aware of male sex icons.
1: (laughs) But I almost think that, like, the whole thing is that. In this thing that the actors are trying to act like Gary Busey is like a Brad Pitt or something. Like someone very attractive. That they're yeah. all being like, "Oh, if you don't want him, I'll take him and everything. She's Again, like, oh, don't that and everything. Looks like a knockoff Val Kilmer or a male Gary Eileen Busey? Wuornos. But it's fucking Gary Busey. It's like, want to. okay, I don't want to be mean to people's looks. Yeah. But it's Gary Busey. Yeah, he's not, He's not. he was never People Magazine's sexiest man alive. It, it just makes me confused why he got picked for this role. For the crazy parts. So the other thing, like again, with fatal attraction, is you also. Who's in that? It's, I don't,
0: I've never seen it.
1: Uh, Michael Douglas and Glenn Close? Yes, that's who I'm to. She's in everything. She's also attractive in it, and you get why they have a relationship and everything. Yeah. So, Anyway, so Rita and Julie go gardening. Again, a pretty shocking scene where they discover Rudolph's dead skull, yep. and, his, and his jaw breaks off, and it's pretty disturbing and yeah. everything. And then the police refuse to show up because this isn't our job, I guess, even though you found a dog. But they <laughs> Also a line where it's like, if we can prove it's Rudolph. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck are you going to prove
0: that? Like, And how many dogs are dental found? Dental records. But also they should have,
1: that dog would have bloomed into a dog tree eventually. Yeah, like they could have yeah. had a million dogs. Yeah, they would have come out in little pods and everything. Yep. And then we get again a pretty good shot of Tom and he's sitting in that chair and he has like a drink or something and he's looking out the window. Yep. And I thought it was lighted pretty well and directed. And Tom comes home with Neil. Best scene oh in the my movie God, right here. This is
0: so bizarre.
1: <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie. And he decides to sh- he's gonna show him how to fight.
0: Yes. Because you need
1: to learn how to fight. And he keeps trying to help him fight. And it starts it starts off
0: pretty innocently like puts up uh, the hands like swing at me but then Gary garibushi just keeps slapping this child <laughs> he
1: just starts fucking hitting him in the
0: and, head at first mean rogers is like "Ha, ha, ha yeah teach him to throw a punch She's like, on okay. the board. It's like yeah." and then i'm just like he just repeatedly <sighs> slapping and it's not like full force no. sla- it's like like yeah. if you're if you're sort of like
1: absolutely but it's
0: still, like, this is some... But he's... This is a stranger just, like, slapping your child's face. I don't care how light. After a few slaps, I'm like, okay, buddy. But...
1: Any more and you gotta pay. But Gary Busey knows what he's doing, and Neil does not like... He's just, he can't do this. Yeah. So what you need to do is you oh. kick them in the balls. You do
0: the Bobby Hill method. You do the, that's my purse, <laughs> I don't know you. You <laughs> kick them in the balls, and, and then... You, uh, wait, it's kick him in the balls. Oh, so
1: you throw him on the ground. Or you yeah. punch him
0: in the nose. Punch him in the face. Throw
1: him on the ground. And then kick him in the mouth. No, then you wham on him. That's the first thing you have to You punch him in the face and then kick him in the mouth yes. and everything. And um, here's when Julie's like, hey. Maybe don't. Let's put a pin in this. <laughs> and he, it looks, well, we see him slapping the kid and everything. And it looks like he actually kicks Neil in the balls and everything. Not Gary Busey, but yeah. the character and everything. But Neil likes this. He gets excited. He runs off. And Julie's like, look, don't fucking do this. You fucking creep. I I understand that you're (laughs) a man
0: I've met for 10 minutes. Yeah. Not even that. Like, it's literally like. Yeah, it was the. Actually, Julie should have really questioned why Tom was walking Neil home. That's the thing. In the first place during that other Bruce Glover scene.
1: And this scene now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But she should have questioned it before. Oh, absolutely. Now it's de rigueur. He just
1: comes inside the house and then kneels like, hey, mom, can you get our guests a drink and everything? And she's like, what the fuck? But yeah, so this perturbs Julie. Says she did not like that wants him to leave. Yeah. So after the family leaves, Tom comes back in the house and he humps a pillow. He goes through her, Julie's granny panties for some reason.
0: I, I thought they were like, uh, like night dresses. I like guess a, so. But s- uh, more like slips, you I You would guess. think a movie like
1: um, this would be like, you know, if it's a creepy, it's like lingerie and everything. But it's like nightgowns. And it's these nightgowns. Like, like, that's what it is. It's like, nightgowns. Why um, it, would he choose this? Well, again, it's not
0: like Mimi Rogers is a perfectly attractive lady, but she's not like super sexy she's pretty lady next door maybe that's part of it but it is either way it doesn't matter what's in the drawer no gary busey's going through her intimates and it's it's creepy yeah yeah, it's creepy and rita enters (laughs) okay here's how this scene should have gone it should have been not just like lacy under all but like uh panties And Gary Busey should have, like, put them on his face. Oh, God. And he walked downstairs, and there's Rita, who has just come in the house. And he's like, no, no, I'm allowed to be here. (laughs) Hey, she hasn't told you we're dating.
1: (laughs) It'd be better if she goes, that's Phil's panties. (laughs) Uh, but yes, Rita enters.
0: We have no clue why Rita's here. That's my clue. That was what we I was going to no say. No clue why Rita's here. We have no clue why they're gone for like two hours. She has a key to the
1: house, apparently. I guess. No,
0: there's no reason for Rita to be here.
1: Well, I assume the house isn't locked because Gary Busey walks in it all the time and he doesn't well, have a key.
0: Yeah, no, there's still, no reason yeah. for her to be here. She's just there. She has a murder appointment. Like
1: if they had a dog, sure, you feed the dog. They have yeah. a fish. You they don't need to Oscar. be there. Yep. You don't need to be there to feed the fish. It looks like she just wanted to come over and just hang out. Apparently,
0: she brought things for Julie because right? there's going yeah. to be clues later. It's just bad writing. It's, it's, it's just s- terrible it's, it's writing. It's awful. Also, could be bad editing.
1: It could be. Could be. I, I imagine
0: wanna... there's like a four-hour cut. Yeah. Of uh, hiding in the house.
1: Um, but then Gary Busey is in a bathrobe and decides to jump down the stairs like he's Tom Cruise in fucking risky <laughs> business. <laughs> 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 and then Rita sees him and he, it, it plays pretty okay for her. She's like, Oh, you're here. Oh, look. Yeah. And- I thought she was
0: pretty immediately being like. What
1: the fuck are you doing? Which here? Which I would be like that too. Yeah, no. And Gary, I mean, he's like, "Haven't you heard?" Uh, Phil's out. I'm the new Phil. Where
0: I live here now.
1: Yeah, which is not a lie. It's, it's not exactly a lie. The truth. That is true. And Rita then's like, "Look, you need to get the fuck out of here." Even though I don't know why I'm here either. But yeah. but um, she's
0: Julie's like best oh, friend. Oh, sure. So it's like.
1: And Tom's like, no, and then he just attacks her well he's like trying to
0: be like you need to listen to me you yeah. need to listen to me i'm gonna grab you so you'll listen and to then me. puts
1: his hand over his mouth says, don't scream don't scream it's the weirdest fucking acting. don't scream don't scream
0: but I, it's also like this is one that, this might have been like the most as far as it gets for this movie wing scene because yeah. it's like yeah. Oh, he's not gonna talk his way out of this. Like Oh no. Just my knowledge of like true crime is like you gotta kill that witness. Yeah. yeah. There's no other way out of this. You oh, can't, absolutely. You can't talk your way out of this. She's going to tell Julie. Yeah. She's going to tell the cops. Rita
1: is Rita and her kicky pink cowboy boots are dead. And do you know what you should do, Brad, if ever someone does this to you? What? Kick over the fishbowl. Well, yeah. No, that <laughs> I guess she's like that would make the neighbors No, she's just struggling. She's just Oh, struggling. I thought like, she did it on purpose. No, like that was a maneuver.
0: She's being oh. strangled and she's kicking her feet out. Okay, because so I, I read it
1: and destroys the fishbowl I read it's like if someone's like abducting you in person, you try to make as much noise so people come and find you, but it's like no, no one's it was going an to. Accident. Oh, okay, cool. But um, this is going to be a, <laughs> a very important plot oh, point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very important.
1: Now, uh, you know how big all your goldfish are, right?
0: Yes, I am <laughs> I keep track, like it's goldfish are the most expensive fish in the world, so you need to like really get attached of and course. know that. I measure
1: them every morning and everything. Yes. Tom eventually accidentally snaps her neck. Yeah. And then oh, he's a real lenny. Oh god. Yeah, he sure is. Um, and then basically I don't even know how to explain this. He's holding Rita's dead body. It's a pieta.
0: Yeah, it is pieta. a pieta. It's it's. <laughs> I put it in my notes. It's the most insane, amazing pieta ever. But his where eyes look like his eyes are so sunken. Yeah, he looks like like a very minimalist car- comic strip character. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he looks like Dagwood. Yeah, um, kind of. It's like, <laughs> but he's just holding like he's it's sunken eyed like moon face Gary Busey. Holding the body of Rita, like cradling the body of Rita, just like Christ, yeah. It does look like Pieta, yeah.
1: No, I mean I completely agree, and I don't know if they edited it that somehow, or if they put makeup on his face, but it looks fucking weird. And then we hear Phil call, which Gary Busey deletes Phil's voicemails as he has been doing all week. It's implied. Yep, and he buries Rita's body again on the X Files set. And he buys a new fishbowl and a much
0: bigger fish. I wish we would have gotten the scene. Where did he get money for this fish? Good point. One thing. Also, I wish <laughs> maybe that's even more of a reason to have a scene at the fish. At the pet store. Yeah. Maybe he steals it. Maybe like maybe like, like puts the fish in his mouth. <laughs> he
1: gets he's a job. Like, he's walking down the street like, Cheeks all puffed out. He gets a job at Petco just so he can get the fish. He's
0: like, hey, I'll sweep your back room if you give me one of them
1: goldies. I need a, I need a bowl, too. Uh, I need some gravel. I need some water. I need that little like scuba guy you put on the bottom to give it feng shui. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I need a goldfish. Hope I don't have to pay in gold. <laughs> Phil arrives and then he leaves uh, right away. He leaves.
0: He leaves flowers
1: with a note. I don't think they could get Michael McKean t- for this shot, so they just have a voiceover. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now here's, so he uh, Phil drops off these flowers. Yeah. And obviously Tom intercepts them. Of course. And he takes them up to his hidey hole. Mm-hmm. And he's reading the card. And he starts, it, the card is basically just being like, oh, I love you, I miss you, mm-hmm. uh, please talk to me. And Tom like starts banging the back of his head against the wall. <laughs> like, bruh. You just murdered a woman and your biggest problem is like that Phil brought some flowers and he's trying to like horn in on your racket. Which again could be a really great thing of like this is how fucked up his priorities are like this is his mindset. But it doesn't play. It just seems like, it just seems like Tom has
1: really bad priorities. He does. And I wish that, like, when Phil would be on the voicemail, he would just pick up the thing and, like, smash it out of rage. And he has to go to Radio Shack. And he's like.
0: On, on, on. Those things, those things, those
1: boop, and, and it has to be the
0: exact one because Julie knows everything in her house. I would notice if I had a different phone. Like, oh, maybe good not point. a goldfish. Yeah. Good, but, good point, yeah. But I wish, no, I wish Gary Busey had picked up during the answering machine call and been like,
1: Yes, this is June. I thought he was going to do her voice. I actually did. And then Holly comes home, and we hear her voiceover, and Holly's like... Um, oh, is is Aunt Rita home and everything?
0: Which is nonsensical because immediately Julie's like, well, her car's not here, so why would Holly assume that Rita was there?
1: Well, maybe Rita
0: said she was coming over. But it's also implied later, because Gary Busey says something like, uh, did your you friend see Rita's staying here, or something like yeah. That. So it was like, oh what uh, yeah, that?
1: like did maybe your friend Rita got a new one or or, it was, or fed it or something? And yeah. she's like, oh, you saw Rita, which I mean, I would get because Rita's been missing for like three days and everything. Problem I have with this is Holly says that and everything, and she's like, maybe Rudolph's come home. Yeah, just because someone's <laughs> fucking car isn't here, then your dog's back.
0: No, if, if Rita's here, <laughs> she she was she was holding Rudolph hostage. She was. Until until Phil came home. <gasps> yeah. How does Michael McKean never call while Julie's home? Oh, yeah, right? This woman is a stay-at-home mom. mom. Yep. Does not seem to do much. No. Aside from, like, pick the kids up at school, do her pottery.
1: Also, how is she paying the bills?
0: I assume Michael McKean is still paying them. Oh,
1: there you go.
0: What a nice uh, movie. Well, again, yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's true, yeah. Well,
1: no one fucking knows how long this movie is because, yeah. like, yeah, because Rita's gone for three days and that happens in, like, two minutes. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, you know, your good point. So, Julie hears a weird noise from Tom that night and she decides to lock all the windows and doors. She goes and finds Neil and she's like, and Neil's like, I'm gaming. I don't want to fucking help you. <laughs> Now it's revealed that Mimi has a gun. Oh yeah, I forgot about that Mimi's part. Mimi's got a gun. gun. And what also- did Gary Busey too?
0: <laughs> also, we get a shot of Neil's room, and yeah. I swear to God, he had like a paper mache Cthulhu on his desk. Yeah, I do kind of like, remember mouth that. Tentacles and wings. Yeah, green. And and I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I have a Cthulhu doll in my
1: room, so. <laughs> And at some point, but in the eighties, that is weird.
0: So we should mention that you did story notes for this. I did, but your thing cut out.
1: Oh, I forgot to say that. Yeah, when I did story notes, I watched this three twice, and I was doing story notes. And the Vimeo link I used is completely like fucked, and I could not use it and everything. Yeah. But from remembering it, I have basically the entire thing. Memorize. I am the hider in the house expert now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fox
0: News is going to call you every time there's some sort of Hispanic hider in the house. Oh yeah,
1: no. Donald Trump just gave me a, or Joe Biden gave me a position in the cabinet for hider in the house.
0: Also, at at this point, Gary Busey must be scuttling around outside. Yeah. Well, because she hears a noise. I think I think Holly's up in the attic playing with her dolls. Yes. And uh, we see that after, but yeah. And okay, either way, she shuts sure. the window. Yeah. And Gary Busey's outside, and I just thought, oh no, now I'm the her outside the house.
1: Yes, yeah, because she's playing with her doll, and she's like, Julie's I don't want you up, up in the attic. Yes, Julie comes up, and then that's when Gary Busey's about to walk in through the window. Yes. And then he has to, like, hide out on the. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that happens, and then they basically lock all. Do you have anything else?
0: Nope. Uh, lock all the gonna, doors. Yep. I'm going to say the next day, we see Neil at school. He, the bully jumps out of a tree. Yes, him. he does. Which, what if Neil didn't go by that tree? Right. That bully would look like an idiot. I laughed out loud when uh, Neil, Neil hit the bully. And then I literally said, oh, fuck, when he kicked him in the mouth. Right. He does exactly what Gary Busey told him he to. He does. Kicking someone in the Anywhere in the head is brutal. Oh, it is. Yeah. You yeah. should not do that to another human unless they deserve it.
1: Well that's that's my big problem with the ending of this movie and everything, is that he doesn't do this again, I know they don't want to put the kids against Gary Busey, yeah. sure, but that would have been perfect if, if Neil If Neil
0: fought. If Gary Neil fucking Busey. and then
1: well yeah, because even like not a, a joke, sure, but like also that makes sense as a plot thing. It's just he, he got in the nutshot. If faster. he taught in if he taught him this, you know, using it against him yeah. and stuff. Um, that
0: would be something. It would have been ugh, something. And even though I knew that the kid was going to get oh, the shit beat out, it still delivered. Like it, it was did.
1: actually, actually, the the kid did nice with this little fake fight. Yeah, the kid actually had some acting. You know, like pretty good. So I thought he was dead. I thought I was pretending. I was pretending they were he dead. <laughs> Um, no, his physical acting is great. Of course. And then that night, Julie discovers that their fish has grown two times. Mimi Rogers, fish recognizer. She does. She knows all our
0: fish. That's her That's her new CBS procedural. Yep. She's like, is this the same fish we
1: had yesterday? No. No. <laughs> You need to get out of the house. <laughs> and at queue, Tom knocks on the door at that point. And, but, oh, wait, upstairs he's been practicing in his room. Going as like, he does a lot. He does practice a lot, yeah. Uh, so he knocks and he says, do you want to go out for a movie? And she's like, no.
0: Well, hold on. Yeah? There, there's a part where she's looking at the fish and she goes, Oscar? Oh, true. <laughs> like, I want the fish to be like, no, man, Farnheim Shabazz. <laughs> But yeah, then he knocks, asks if she wants to go to a movie. She's like, "No, I'm. Yeah. It's a. It's not a good time right now, Tom." And he's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Well, my fish looks different." And but we go "Oh, get, you're probably just stupid."
1: Well, no, the, the, it's a better line than even that. It's, oh, fish grow, everything. It's my again one of my favorite movies where he's just like, "Oh, fish grow. Don't you know that?" Yeah. And everything.
0: But she was like, "No, you need to go." Yeah. Shuts the door. And Tom's just fucking pounding on yeah. it. Yeah. Tom's fucking pounding on it. And here's where I'm simultaneously like, call the cops. Yep. At the same time, cops are bad. Yeah. That's At the, the same thing. time, unfortunately, women probably deal with.
1: things like this a lot. So it's like... Cops are awful but also our system makes them have to be the people to be called at this point because if you actually want someone off your premises... Meaning Rogers does have a gun though. She does have a gun? She should have (laughs) fucking...
0: That would (laughs) have... (laughs) What <laughs> if that was the movie? She was just like, "Tom, you knock one more time, and I'm firing three through this."
1: Door. Oh, I you see when the cops come in, she just starts shooting the cops. <laughs> that would have been okay. in his baby there's, Rogers. there's
0: there's another ending that I'll, I'll uh suggest. But, okay, um, cool. And Busey, like, here's where I finally we gave up on Busey. Is like, yeah. he's trying. Like, this is a scary situation. I just, I, I don't. He yeah. doesn't do it for me.
1: That's fair. That's completely fair.
0: So here's a question that I I, I sort of backloaded this with pose? some bits. Aside from Gary Busey, yeah, who would you actually be afraid of having hide in your house? Aside Ooh. from literally anybody, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. It's, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You know he's going to make a lot of noise. Mao Zedong. Okay. I don't know enough about Mao. He killed five million people. Okay, you know. Hitler? (laughs) Yeah, no, Hitler would be bad. Yeah. Here's my list.
1: Oh, God. Uh,
0: Chris Chan?
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. I think that's the scariest. Oh, God. I forgot about that until you brought that up. I think if Chris Chan were
0: hiding in your house, if he were bad, wrong. Yeah, because he tried to
1: fuck you at night. Yeah. Your mom. Possibly. Jesus.
0: Yeah, no, but like.
1: Should we explain who Chris Chan is? I'm sure a lot of people. People either know or they don't. Well, look it up if you don't. Well, don't. But he's an awful human being. He is. Well, she's
0: an awful human being. They're an awful human an being. Awful being. It's... I don't want to.
1: Even if they're an awful person, they still deserve. To have yes, their
0: absolutely. So. I just their
1: preferred pronouns are an awful human.
0: Being. Yes, Jared Fogle. <sighs>
1: well, yeah. It's
0: just subway wrappers and little girls' underwear all Dan over Schneider. the place. Dan Schneider would be another bad one. Yeah. Just uh, sucking on your toes at night. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be more annoying than Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski would be a bad one. Uh, Henry Kissinger. Oh my God. Like, I just, like, it wouldn't even be, like, unsettling. I'd just be angry. Yeah. I'd just be so
1: fucking angry that that war criminal was in my house. Like, I'd just be like, no. Any Republican politician right now? Marjorie Uh, Taylor Greene, Ted Cruz. Yeah. And my last one. Ron
0: DeSantis. Yes. Absolutely.
1: My last one is Rachel Dolezal. I
0: don't know her. Rachel Dolezal was a woman, uh, a white woman, who passed as an African-American for several years. Jesus. She, I believe she led a chapter of the NAACP, just lied to everybody about wow. being black.
1: Wow. Yeah. So Billy Crystal.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when... I just love the pause. There for... <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crystal really wants you to believe he's Satchmo.
1: That's his new uh, biopic. It's yeah. about Rachel's... <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be transphobic and racist
0: <laughs> i look afro marvelous
1: <laughs> oh my god so yeah those are some good good picks there how about um, fictional characters
0: fictional characters oh uh hannibal lector uh, Han- well
1: see i the hannibal show has done a lot too yeah i don't know i want mods there
0: uh, yeah, I'd love to have Mads hiding my yeah. face. Is it in Mads? my Mads? Hiding my face. Hiding, hiding in, in my in your house. Face? Yeah, he's just in my eye. He shrinks down real small. Oh, yeah. And he hides in my eyebrows. I always say Mads. I don't know if okay. it's mods. Probably uh, Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> And uh, (laughs) Tom Sawyer. You know how they hide in the church? (laughs) They do, I guess. Like, I don't want those rapscallions in my attic. Sure. Making me mourn their corpses while they're just having a good chuckle. Darth Vader. Uh, Holden Caulfield. I don't want that little wiener in my fucking house. Fucking nutcase. And if I had to pick a third, probably uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God, Get the fuck out of here, asshole. Absolutely. Go die for someone else. I never asked you for shit. Oh God.
1: Grimace would be a good one. Oh I'd love to have Grimace. Hiding I love in my Grimace house. there.
0: Like <laughs> one, I don't don't think he'd be an adept hider. He's very big. No. But I think he would just I think his energy, like even if he was like rummaging around in my unmentionables. Does I he think, talk? Yeah, he He's going, oh, wow, wow, No, I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he talked.
1: <laughs> it's his birthday. Is it his this, birthday? This month, so if you want to wish. The entire month. For McDonald's, yeah, okay. they have a purple shake you can buy oh, wow. for Grimace's happy birthday. <laughs> Come, guzzle, grimaces come. That's literally what I said when I saw it. I was like, uh, I shouldn't have said it when I was in my
0: family. but, uh, yeah. but it You shouldn't have shouted at a funeral. Oh,
1: yeah, right? No, but I literally went to use the restroom at a McDonald's on the way back, and I was like, oh, look, grimaces come in a drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the grimace cocky milkshake. So now I believe is when Phil comes home.
1: Yes, so Phil he comes, comes home. home. He's
0: finally like, "I've been leaving you messages. I've been doing. I want you to take me back, baby." Well, there's a weirder thing even before that. Gary
1: Busey is like, just slamming on the door, and he does it, and then he walks away, and he comes back, and he keeps yes. doing it. And Phil's can see Phil's walking up, and he sees this guy, and the first thing he says to the woman it- or the woman is Julius, "Oh, an eye for an eye." Like they she's sleeping with that dude yeah. who's fucking like what? Uh, not like, are you okay? Someone's trying to break down your door or, door yeah. or anything? Yeah, I basically kind of skipped through this. They talk. But here's
0: here's a weird thing. Apparently, even though Neil just beat the shit yeah. out of this kid, teachers, no one from the school called. Called, yeah. Uh, the bully's parents didn't call. Nope. The cops didn't call. Oh, no. Which these days would definitely be involved. Oh, yeah as they maybe should be, even though cops are bad. But if someone, if a child beats the shit out of your kid, if a child, I don't know. I imagine that that bully's teeth just went, Oh yeah, fucking Nose out broke, of those gums. everything. Yeah, yeah, and not to mention his. Well, let's not mention his little boy balls.
1: I uh, see. So there's a f- thing in fiction where, like, you will get like this character who you agree with and everything who's been bullied and everything, and then they get this thing where they just beat the fucking shit out of someone. And sure, is it bad violence? Yeah, but also like these people kind of fucking deserve it. And yeah, everything. so it, it's you do kind of cheer for Neil. At this no, point, no, but, absolutely. Yeah, but in
0: reality, in reality, of course, something but. would like there would have been at least a call from the school being absolutely. like. Neil got into a little tussle today. Here's where I noted, you know what this movie could really use? Characters. Yeah, right. <laughs> because everyone's just so bland and flat. Emotion. Um and I also to harken back to a a bit I suggested before, I just wanted Tom to burst in through the front door and be like, That man's been living in your attic. <laughs> that that feels no good. <laughs> That would be great. I'll, I'll take you up there now. I have all, there's a sleeping bag. There's a, a house. He ripped himself out of his own photos and everything. The man's um, nuts, Julie. The man's nuts. Um, and also, okay, here's here's why I got so bored. I just started rhyming words with Hyder in the house. Oh, my God. So here, here's some alternative movies. Okay. Slider in the house. Hmm. It's just about a tiny hamburger sandwich that haunts a family glider in the house. Mm. So this man moves in, like, hides in the attic of this family's house, but he's also an avid hang glider. So he keeps trying to hang glide in the attic (laughs) and just keeps fucking falling (laughs) flat on his face. Oh, my God. Uh, Scheider in the house. Mm. And this is Roy Scheider's early... This is Roy Scheider's early 2000s, late night, raunchy talk show, targeted at the African-American demographic. Whoa! Um, And then after Scheider died in 2008, the show would keep going for like two seasons, whereas just corpse was hosting the show and like... The
1: shark from Jaws hosts? No, it's
0: Roy Scheider's corpse. Okay. It's like Pope Formosa. Is it the Pope? Yeah. Yes, (laughs) he's put on trial. But instead of being put on (laughs) trial, it's just like... G. L. Hughley comes on is like, oh fuck, <laughs> god, are you crazy? <laughs> I'd watch that. And then finally, cider in the house, much like the living planet Ocean of Stanislaw Lems Solaris. Oh. This involves a sentient pool of shape-shifting cider that's just like sort of like sloshing around and tries to convince people it's human. Oh my god. Like it's just this floating pool of cider that tries to like wear a hat. <laughs> I need to see Solaris. Still, I haven't seen Um, it. Heard good things. Both versions are pretty good. The Tarkovsky version is better, but it's Tarkovsky, so you have to be prepared for.
1: I I like some. I like Russian Ark. Was that Tarkovsky? No. Oh, okay. That was was made
0: long after Tarkovsky was dead. Stalker. Yes. Yeah, I've seen Stalker. Of course, I love Stalker. I need to rewatch it. I don't know that I would have the attention span now. Yeah. But I love Stalker, and yeah. I also love the book Stalker is based on I a uh, Roadside Picnic.
1: So Michael McKean, after they kind of talk for a while... Even though the kids are upstairs, they got a fuck now and everything. So I don't know why that's in there at the, like, the last five minutes, but Michael McKean's contract. Of course, yeah. I need to get some, I need to get two different Who kinds of you? pussy
0: in this movie. He
1: was horny in this movie, Oh, man.
0: Um, he signed the contract with his dick, <laughs> just a prehensile penis.
1: So then after that, Phil leaves with the kids to go get his stuff. And everything. And Gary Busey's all upset upstairs. And mm-hmm. he's there. And Julie hears Tom stomping upstairs and everything. And, and she's she like, goes up to what investigate.
0: the fuck is that? And she goes up. And here's where a better, scarier movie would be. Yeah. So instead of little uh, wood carvings, yeah. Gary Busey has been making life-size dolls out of shit he steals Ooh. from the family.
1: That would be creepy. And
0: Julie like goes up and she... Opens a little door and she sees Gary Busey just fucking her doll oh, that God. has like her like strands of her hair that he stole from her pillow in the drain. Yeah, that would be creepy. I, I and think it's you- just like the ugliest, se- like it's just ugly Gary Busey sex where it's not like it's just
1: all, it's mostly like <laughs> it's mostly like upper body movement for some reason. Ew okay well you lost me with the sex thing but i do think a movie with the thing where if she went up in the attic if no one else was in the attic have you seen swiss army man yeah imagine if she walked
0: into like the swiss army man like recreated (laughs) world Um, just in this little space
1: yeah but no like being like realistic and everything i think like that whole scene idea if they were like a table up there if no one went in the attic and that's the first thing you see is like a dining room almost like the the texas chainsaw massacre like yeah chain like the table and everything with all the crazy people and everything but it's all them made out of stuff I think mean, yeah, it could've been really oh cool. it, that
0: would've been fucking scary as shit
1: yeah it would've been great Julie to bring it back to Chris Chan
0: Julie um,
1: Julie oh
0: God
1: <laughs> um so then, yeah, she goes into his little hideout and everything. She sees all this stuff, figures out that it's Gary Busey. And because she sees the vase that she gave him. Yes. And, like, shit like that. And pictures and stuff. And then we get, again, a pretty good scare where you see this thing, and it's he's completely fuzzed out and everything, like completely blurry in the background because they still yeah. have a good camera. But you can say his teeth because his yeah. teeth are always out there and everything. And Again, I think a side effect of his crash. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, so he comes out from behind her and everything. And closes the door on her and everything. My and favorite Gary Busey acting moment comes
0: yeah. here. Okay. Because there's this part where he's talking to her, and at one moment he just, like, very furiously, like, drums his hand on his oh, thigh. True. It's like this, it's a pure actor moment. It like is.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't see a d- director being so pedantic that they would tell him to do that. Well, this is
1: the no acting required True. movie.
0: True. <laughs> but just such a great little quirk where it's like, oh, I'm real teed off at you, Julie. I'm so teed off at you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to do. I gotta... Throw my fingers for a moment.
1: It is pretty effective, especially after what we see with when we see Rita where he didn't mean to kill her and everything. It is kind of effective there and everything. But she's able to talk him down and says, Why don't we come downstairs and everything?
0: Here's where I finally got fed up with Mimi Rogers and her acting. I thought
1: you were going to. Um, Because,
0: like, Tom's obviously, like, getting handsy, like, holding on
1: to her. And she goes, Tom, let go of me. (laughs) Yeah, she starts yelling. (laughs) Now! Uh, but it but it's effective because he sure. I I think he's she's the only one who can talk to him that way. Well, yeah, she
0: has if anyone has power in this situation aside from Gary Busey it's yeah. her. More importantly, here's where I posited is Ezra Miller the new Gary Busey.
1: Oh, God. No you're going <laughs> to
0: There's one I want one my attic. Yeah, no I would not want that in yeah, my attic.
1: But yeah, I mean I don't think they're going to be in many movies anymore. I hope not. I don't God, I really hope not. neither. I, I used to like their acting, too. I mean... Anyway, yeah. So, that happens. And then they go downstairs. Phil enters with the kids. The kids. And... Looks like they're hooking up. But... Obviously, that's not what's happening. She says, He's a psycho, Phil! And everything. And get the kids out of here. Get the kids out of here. And, yeah. Um. So, they run out and everything and then they run over to our favorite character Bruce Glover's, Bruce house, Glover's they're, house they're knocking on
0: his door meanwhile Michael McKean <laughs> action dad he's going to fight back brings into action and immediately gets kicked in the he balls gets by Gary Busey and i laughed out loud and he gets fucked up, up. It's, in this. oh he does but yeah. that first kick in here's he here, okay here's it was a conf, it was very tumultuous because Gary Busey kicks him in the balls yep. and i was like that's hilarious yeah it is. then he immediately swings around and backhands mimi rogers and i'm like that's problematic
1: no it is yeah oh, i mean God, yeah. it's
0: obviously fitting for the scenario and the character yeah yeah. like i'm not offended that's in there but at the same time it's like oh i need to stop laughing mm-hmm. because now non-testicle related things are happening but um, as the kids but... run over to bruce glover's yes. house yes, yes, yes i was yes. like i legitimately got excited i was like Oh my god, is Bruce Clever going to be the hero of this movie? And Michael I McKean, wish he would have came and just
1: started beating the shit out of Gary Busey. We'll get to it. Uh, that's uh yeah, what Michael I want McKean gets really he,
0: fucked. Gary Busey's like stabbing with a fire poker. Yeah, he gets stabbed a lot. And here's where the writing is just incomprehensibly bad. Oh, because it's so it's, it's yeah. like Julie doesn't deserve you. The kids don't deserve <laughs> you. Which like I understand what he means. He means that they don't deserve, they don't deserve a man like with. him. Yes. But it would be so much simpler to be like, you don't deserve Julie. Yeah, it's true. You don't Absolutely. The kid. Like,
1: why are you phrasing it like this? He actually is in love with Phil. And that's the thing is they. <laughs> Only I'll deserve you. They move in together and Julie has her kids and everything. And Julie um, is the
0: hider in the house with the kids. Like, there's nowhere for us to oh go. We have to. Hide in the house.
1: Um, I will say I'm uh, kind of glossed over it really quick, but the whole thing with it is also kind of problematic that Julie gets back together with Michael McKean. Yeah, it's like, not great, but like he is still a, a, like a cheated on her and doesn't look like he wouldn't again and everything. Like yeah, I don't know, him. like I yeah. this relationship is so
0: dumb and fake that it I is. don't know how to litigate. I just kind of
1: wanted her to you know be able to live on her own with her kids and stuff. That would have been nice. That's both these fucking guys out of her life. But so
0: like. There's a bit of a chase. Mimi Rogers shoots Gary Busey with her gun after Michael McKean's... For a little while, I was worried that, like, oh, is Michael McKean just going to grab the gun and shoot Gary Busey? That's what I thought. I'm glad they didn't go down that path. Mm -hmm. So uh, she shoots him, and she's going up the stairs to (laughs) check on Phil. It's the stupidest And she's like,
1: oh, Gary Busey, are you dead? She was making fun of him, I think, or something?
0: I don't think so. Oh. She just, like, is sort of pointing the gun and, like, is walking slowly Gary Busey is obviously playing daddy, springs yeah. up, grabs, grabs her, her, puts the gun like, has, to, his like, temple. to his temple. He has her head next to so his. So it would
1: shoot right through both. Which is yeah. gnarly.
0: That's it metal is. as fuck. It is gnarly. Probably the most cliche moment of I'm the movie. Man. Gunshot. Yeah. Gary Busey oh, falls yes. forward yeah. to reveal two cops, one black, one white. The white one has a mustache and he's holding his smoking gun. Yeah. And I was so... First off, I laughed.
1: Oh, it is. I, I laughed so hard at this moment.
0: It's so cliche.
1: But what's so funny to me is that in Clue, which came out before this, that yeah. Michael McKean was in, they literally satirize this idea where you have that whole thing where the cops come rushing in yes. at the very end. And it's like, that was a fucking joke. Why would you make this in 1988? Like Two
0: things. Yeah. One, I wish... That after Mimi Rogers had shot Gary Busey, mm. that then she was just like so high on murder that she just killed Michael McKean. She was just, just like, my- I can't stop. Just kill everyone. <laughs> she, at least everyone in the house right now. The children will be spared, but yeah, she was the just cons. like Oh, the children can live with Bruce so Glover. Good. <laughs> but then, no, I wish Bruce Glover had been the dude to kill oh Gary. I wish she had like like an AK He's got like a big, big rifle and everything. Yeah, he, has, he has an entire like mini gun. <laughs> just like. Just. Just. Uh, like. Fifty year old Bruce Glover like Vulcan Raven just like <laughs> boom, and Gary Busey just gets Robocop from behind like the,
1: the kids come in, he's like, Oh, I know what to do, and he takes them upstairs to like a sniper thing of, <laughs> where he was watching me. Well, Rogers. That's, that's he wasn't peeping
0: on Meanie Rogers that night. He has a he has a sniper's nest and he's looking out for
1: prowlers. <laughs> um so now that's that's the end of the movie. That's the end. There's nothing else.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> One last hilarious moment. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, two last things I want to say. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the cops are there. The paramedics are yeah. there. They're wheeling. Oh, they do wheel. They're wheeling Michael Mangled out. Michael McKean out. And Julie's like, come see your father. Oh, yes. Yeah. Come see your horrifically I about maimed that. father. Come see what hiders in the house do. Right? Yeah. But after he gets taken well, away. Well, then
1: doesn't Neil say something like, are you going to come live with us after something? I don't
0: remember. Here's here's how this movie should have ended. Yeah. Because we get this exterior shot of the house with mm-hmm. the light on in the attic. And it's, like, lingering, like, sinisterly. And I was like, it should have been revealed that Tom had, like, laid eggs in the attic. Oh. And now there's just, like, Gary Busey sprouts, like, popping. Like, there's an infestation.
1: No, would be be- that. Would be great, but what would be better is they're like trying to make for a sequel and everything. So the camera shows that and just pans like it goes in the house, like it's like you're walking through the house and you just go up <laughs> no. to the attic and you just turn and you see Bruce Glover up there of <laughs> n- uh, nailing the last thing on the wood and then it just fades to black. <laughs> Bruce Glover goes into the hidey hole and he's like, "Yeah, this'll do just fine." fine. <laughs> Bruce Glover's the new hider in the house, and he's the one who turns off the light. So, the alternate ending that was going to be was basically at this point, Gary Busey lights the house on fire to burn it inside with Mimi Rogers, Phil, and the kids in it and everything. Just like he did to his parents in the very beginning. And when it's lighting on fire, he sees Mimi Rogers and the kids freaking out and crying and everything. So, what he does is he helps them get out and then he burns and he dies inside the fire himself. So, he sacrifices himself to be burned and I think he throws them out the window and everything so they're uh, they're safe so he becomes the hero of the story at the very end the hero in the house hence why I think those little sympathetic things are there for okay I kind of think that's a better ending even though I don't like sympathizing with this guy but like I think for a plot-wise, that makes for a more interesting ending, I it's guess. It's more
0: interesting. I don't know if it's better. It, it feels like a bad. lateral move. But I think
1: I'll what I'm saying is, I think if they could have done more of the psychology for him and actually made him, like, relate, like, actually you feel bad for him, yeah. if he didn't kill three fucking people in this movie and everything, yeah. Um, maybe that could have worked more. Um, we killed two people. And a dog.
0: And a dog Dogs and, and a fish. Yeah.
1: That's oh, he did kill. I forgot what the fish. Yeah, yeah. How, how the fu- What the fuck's wrong with me? Forgetting about the fish. Well,
0: you're Catholic, so and it was a Friday, I so am... you're like, this is okay.
1: So, our exterminator did he find anyone? Like I said, I found a couple bad
0: Ronalds. Okay, uh, I, I found a Joan Cusack this time. Joan, yes. I. Mm. has she been? Uh, in Dom DeLuise. Isn't he dead? He is. Was his bones? No, it was him. He faked his own death, so he's oh my god, live in this house.
1: Wow, look at that, like Elvis. Okay, anything else you want to say about Hitter in the House? Hitter in the House. Um, I think it's a stupid name, but I think the movie's pretty okay if you watch it for the first time. Sure. If you go in knowing you're going to get a pretty stereotypical, cliche film, and you have to go... I, do, I don't drink. I think this film would be fun to just maybe with a couple of friends and everything to get drunk to and everything. Maybe. I don't but. know.
0: I, I thought it was pretty terrible. And, That's like, fair. I didn't find it that weird. Again, I've seen the Bad Ronalds. That could be so, why. Uh, and also I listened to the We Hate Movies episode. Yeah. So th- some things, like, I knew the dog was going to die. I remember that. Yeah, I'm um, pretty shocked. Sure. Yeah. And once I saw Bruce Glover, I remember them talking about Bruce Glover. And yeah. obviously, yeah, no, I, I the, go watch Bad Ronald. Yeah. So next week, uh, I think I'm going to bring on an episode I was going to do when Billy was on the show, hmm. Six-String Samurai, Ooh. which I have like half the story notes for already. Oh, nice. So there's that. But also I was just, for whatever reason, I was like, are, are you familiar with this
1: movie at I was going to say, what's a quick teaser for it? Okay. So. I so don't know. It, so
0: it's a, I'll talk about this more on the episode, sure. but um, it's, I believe in early 2000s or late 90s. Very indie. This was a big cult movie when I was alive during that time. Okay. When I was like in my teens. It's basically what if Buddy Holly was in a post-apocalyptic wasteland and he teamed up with an annoying kid and he was trying to get to Las Vegas. Okay. But he also had a katana wow it's yeah it's sounds pretty good it's not as good as you want it to be Uh, but okay it's an interesting movie we'll have to check yeah Yeah. so that'll be next
1: week and then um i think we're gonna try we're still working on getting we're still working on
0: getting billy it's gonna be a few weeks
1: he's he's in a
0: show and then he's going home to maine for a bit but hopefully after that we can get him on so we might have to have another movie in between but We'll try. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you for listening. See you later.